Konnichi, what's going on everybody? My name is Jamal Skoro. My name is Jerron Gaddis. And we are the Wannabe Boo Podcast, where you bring the latest and greatest game and anime news, reviews, and waifus for laifu. Make sure you keep up with us on our Facebook and Twitter. Just search W-A-N-N-A-B-E-A-B-O-O on those sites. And if you want to keep listening to us, as always, you can find us right here on Spotify. As well as... Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addicts, Pocket Cast, Amazon Podcasts, the Black Anime Podcast Group, and ER Plus that hosts our RSS feed and most recent episodes. And if you want to keep up with us and all the extra content, make sure to follow us on the Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, and TikTok. Sorry, that was me thinking. And welcome to episode 243. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back from the graves. We are back from the... Uh, from the burnout. Anime burnout. <laughs> <laughs> Just, dude. It. I, oh man. I, I mean, I still haven't watched any anime like since like, our last episode. That, <laughs> like new season stuff, or just in general. Just in general. Just nothing. Okay. I haven't. I haven't watched anything. Now that being said, I've been reading a lot, and I mean a lot of manga and other comics. Hmm. So I, I feel like that supplements supplements it and gives me an excuse. I've been conf- consuming weeb material, just not in animated form. True, but funny enough, with this episode, we we'll see we'll we'll see how well we can do with. Okay. Uh, hey, you know, we watched anime earlier in the year, so you know. Is that, yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> good. Exactly, we got we we got half the job done last year. Half the job. Um, you're not wrong. <laughs> Though I, I mean, I did. T- I, I took a peek of some of the stuff already, a little, just a little bit, and I think we can co- we can probably cover a lot of it, to be honest, because a lot of the stuff uh, is like, it's either early in the year or like late, like 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 in the last minute type stuff. So it's either what people remembered like from the last couple of months or what people really liked from like the beginning of the year last year, kind of thing. And then there's the obvious like popular choices, but as usual, you know, uh, Control Enemy Awards. It's one of our more involved uh, episodes, and every year they always try their best to just try to make me upset. Yeah, make me sad. Make everybody sad. Make <laughs> make God be disappointed in anime more than he already is. I mean. They definitely dumbed it down quite a bit. Like, like John, if you're just looking at the not just the categories, look at these categories. What do you What do you think? I think they just kind of like, I I wouldn't say normified it, but they definitely did like kind of dumbed it down just a little bit for. Well, I mean, they definitely did like to remove best boy and best girl. It's like that's like you don't have to explain why. How do How do I say it? How do I say it? It's an obvious inclusion because people have their waifus and their husbandos. Mm. You don't have to explain why, you know, that's important to an anime fan because you can't explain it. It's like, okay, hey, you've watched fucking... How many shows come out in a season that someone might actually watch? 20, 30 shows, right? We'll say, we'll fucking round to that. Who cares? Uh, Out of all of them, you've observed cute girls, cute guys, cute men, cute women... Or somewhere in between, who fucking cares? To not include it feels like you're just like you're trying a little bit too hard to make it normal. Yeah. Maybe it's weird to say, oh, you know, 
know what I'm saying, Jamal? You know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm saying. I know, I know what you're saying. But I, I want to emphasize. I want to emphasize my statement about dumbing it down even more so because they also remove best protagonist and best antagonist. Because obviously oh, they, they don't I, know shit, how. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I didn't you, notice that. Yeah, they really what? dumbed it down. <laughs> Because they don't know what the they don't know what their fucking definitions are, so they're like, you know what, best main character and best supporting character. That's the best. That's literally that's the best they could do. So stupid. <laughs> Anything that. G- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize those were gonna. <laughs> like they really fucking normified it. It's not even fun anymore. Shit that was like, of course, this whole thing is subjective, right? Right. Everything about it's subjective. But like, it but should be most. It should create. It should oh, create yeah. like really good like conversations, especially when it comes to like, I wouldn't say deep, but at least uh, objectively uh, subjective subjects, like well, and, like a protagonist and antagonist, uh, like best protagonist and best antagonist per, I guess per nominated shows or whatnot in their in their right, category. Because, exactly because there's. That's some of the things we don't necessarily always like look at, right? Of course, you're 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 watching your Naruto's and your 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 Black Clovers if you're a fucking uh, uh, invalid. Um, I mean, if you're, I mean, in this case, it's much more reason having what Aaron Yeager be in protagonist and antagonist, or was it just antagonist? Right, he was he he was he was he was at least nominated for both for both. both and I thought that was cool. That's cool, right? I haven't I haven't watched anything of fucking what um, Attack on Titan since season two, and I thought that was an amazing ad. The fact that he is both an antagonist and a protagonist—that's fucking cool. But we can't have that anymore. We can't have fun. We can't have things that are actually interesting. Oh, who's the best main character? Who's the best supporting character? Fucking, we. Yeah. We. I mean, we have the addition of the must protect all cost character now. I mean, I, they is, always had a fun, uh, fun category, so I appreciate that. I yeah. do appreciate that. But uh, these ones are always long, so we're going to roll right on in. Uh, and then next episode, we're probably going to do a little bit about why we burned out, or actually talk about anime. Yeah. Maybe who knows? It's a fucking crazy universe. Yeah, you know, <laughs> life. Life is weird. Life is a little odd. Mm, but you know what? Life finds a way. And that's Oof. okay. <laughs> we found our way today. <laughs> we, 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 we made it. We're here. Yeah, right right before our anniversary, actually. We're, we're recording hey. this right before, our, right before <laughs> what, our fifth year anniversary? Holy hey. shit. If, if, if we haven't been burned out before, we are now. Uh <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's 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 again it's tied to I think it's tied to the actual anime burnout as well. Yeah, I think so. I think our but backlog like, lists are starting to get are catching up, and the new season lists are starting to like catch up to us too. Yeah, I mean, shit, right? Exactly. At this point in time, we can just do a backlog episode about last season, <laughs> like, cause it was it's a little uh yeah it's a little uh it was rough it was rough. I think I may maybe watch like five episodes of uh, Chainsaw Man. I have, I've already read it, <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, let's do what we can. Uh, but this is the 2023 Crunchyroll Anime Awards, brought to you by the One of Evil Podcast. Shall we, Jaron? Can't we? Oh, I do. I guess just in case you're first joining us, and, oh. you know, you're just excited that we came back, or you're just like, what the fuck is this? We always uh, 
every we we've unfortunately missed the actual nominees, so we can't vote yet. But we can still give our opinion. Yeah, everything's already still listed. The official awards will be in Mar- will be March fourth. That's when they all announce all the winners and such. That's when I'll get really upset, spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but before yeah, before then let's uh let's we've got a month at least before the time this episode comes out it'll be about a month until it uh rolls in. Um, funny enough, actually, one of our buddies is actually not a judge this time this time around. As far as yeah. I saw, I mean, I, I can do a double check just in case, but I don't think I saw him this time around. Maybe because he maybe because he spilled too much too much too many secrets with too us. Tea. <laughs> he spilled too much tea, too much of the too much of the anime uh tea. With us, was they were they fucking Andrew Tatum? <laughs> that is that is that's that a, is that a safe a, joke to be saying right now? I, 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 hey hey hey, you know it's it's a, it's a related or uh, it's a unilateral topic. It's not. It was. I think it was just an. It was a good, well placed political. Is, is it? It's not really political. Not really. It's more I mean, so. It's, it's like just like. I mean, socio political maybe. <laughs> Socio political, I say. You know, that's that's a that, that's a that's a good big word, Joe Mo. Good it job. is. I don't see. I went to college, and I'm not an engineer, so I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm saying. <laughs> but yes. But yeah, he is not actually part of the judging cat. The judging um, uh, what's poll judging cast? No. Uh, table panel. panel. Round panel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder why. That's okay. Yeah, we'll get. We'll have him on. No, he, he, yeah. but here's the thing. I said this last time. Like they, uh-huh. it's probably because he has too much taste. Like good, he's got good taste, and that's he why they fucking watches the shows instead <laughs> of just like, yeah, that one's pretty. Exactly. So we're like, oh no, he actually knows what he's talking about and is fully aware of of, of our shitty uh, normalization of it or something. I don't know, but point mm. is, it's okay because we are better, and that's okay. <laughs> As we like to always say, whenever there are the anime awards comes around, we have infinitely more taste. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll make another. Maybe we'll do another round of uh, a second, a second one of the anime awards. I think we should. Yeah, especially especially if, you know now that we've taken a break, we got to have actual content. Yeah, right. Exactly. We can't just have backlog episodes and no content. Whatsoever, yeah. but let's kick things start. Oh, let's kick start things off. I don't things start. I that's a good way I, to upstart go. I I went full. I don't know what that is. I don't think it's dyslexia, but it's it. I I just completely mixed up my sentences. It's, it's, it's old man brain. It is. Old it is, it is a form of uh, dyslexia. I mean, picture. shit. We're pushing thirty, so yeah. <laughs> it could just well be drawn. Oh, Godspeed. Uh, best voice artist performance, English. It's first up on the list here. Uh, which I only know two of these individuals. I, I know one of them. <laughs> so first up, we have uh, Amanda Lee or Amalie. Uh, I believe, she, yeah, she she voiced Marin from Dress Up Darling. Okay. Uh, Natalie Van Sistine, which I'm assuming. Oh, your okay. Okay, so it's listed on here. So if you click info. Yeah, yeah. If you hit the info, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she she voiced your. Uh, Zach Aguilar voiced our boy, uh, Daniel. Da- David. David. 
Oh, I have, I have, I have old man brain. I'm sorry. Shit, yeah. I'm, I might be going psychosis right now, Jerome. That, that or cyber psychosis. That one, what was it? Uh, what is it? A wee boomer brain? Wee boomer brain. Shit. I mean, at this point, uh, yes. David Martinez, Zach Aguilar from Cyberpunk. Uh, Cherami Lai, Lee Lay, Cherami Lai. Cherami Lai. I apologize if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Uh, who plays Kotaro Sato from Kotaro Lives Alone? Nice little. I need to watch that. Nice little ONA. It's not like it's not like an officially season one, but that's like an ONA series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Won Cho or AKA Pro ZD plays Kage from Ranking of Kings. I don't know why Court. I don't know why they specifically put two, but and then Zeno Robinson who played Gamma Two from the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie. Don't need to watch that. I need, well, I, I, you know, at this point in time, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still need to watch literally everything. Okay, that's gonna be the subtitle for this entire episode. Right. The Crunchyroll <laughs> Anime Awards 2023. We still gotta watch half of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. As far as my experience, I've only actually listened to like two. Uh, I've listened to Amalie's performance in My Just Up Darling and Zach Aguilar as David. So that's my that is my only experience as far as listening performances from any of these. Uh, I don't know. What about you, Jaron? Uh, well, as I click through this YouTube video, <laughs> uh, and I listen to how Kage sounds. I think his vocal range is very impressive, so I'm giving it to him on the on the fact that I don't watch dubs and he's the only voice I recognize. Gotcha. Person and voice that I recognize. Gotcha. Uh if I had to give it to somebody to, to at least to do the two that I have uh listened to. Honestly, Zach did a pretty good job as David in the English dub of uh David mm-hmm. for Cyberpunk. Like no, don't get me wrong. Uh, Amelie did a really good job with with Marin, but if I get it compared to Zach, really pulled it off. I think I'm giving it to Zach. So, yeah. Okay. Man, it's been a, it's been a while since I've done these. I feel, I don't know if I'm doing this right anymore. Uh, <laughs> next up, best voiced artist performance in Japanese dub. And starting off here, we have. Uh, Atsumi Tenzaki. Oh, played Anya, Anya Forger from Spy Family. Ooh, pretty good. Waku Waku. Uh, next we have Pharaoh's oh. Eye, who played oh, Jolene. Man. Who the fuck? <laughs> where, where, where the hell are you from, friend, ma'am? Who? Pharaoh's Eye? Wow. <laughs> That is a fucking name. The like, I'm, this isn't like to make fun of it, but like, really, like, literally, who is this person? I mean, her parents are probably like some sort of like edge lords to name their. Unless this is a stage name. Feruzai, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, no, that's her name. No. <laughs> I mean, if it, oh, okay, it, full full name Feruzai Kado, Kadota. So though, Feru. So is so which is the surname then? I or Kadota? Maybe her, maybe Feruz is her stage name, and uh, I Kadota is her actual name. I mean, it's very JoJo-like, so you know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. 
Uh, oh, oh, that's why. That's why her her, uh, uh, her uh, Tokyo to a Japanese mother and Egyptian father. Oh, oh wow, fancy. Oh, that's some that's some spice right there. She was named after the Lebanese singer Fariz. That's a Fariz. that's a very JoJo esque background. Yeah, shit. Here we go. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> um. Next up, we have Natsuki Hanai, who played, of course, our good, the goodest boy, Tanjiro. Goodest boy. Uh, I forgot she... another season did come out, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, going, well, this is the this is the Entertainment District arc from last year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Next up, we have Chika Anzai, who plays Chisato uh, from Licorice Tree Coil. Pretty uh, good. Pretty I th- good. I think I follow her on TikTok, actually. <laughs> Uh, then we have Misaki Kuno who plays uh, Paputa and Urumiyu yeah, from the Golden Age City and Scorching Sun uh, arc of a Maiden Abyss. Man, I'm I'm not sad that I didn't watch this part. <laughs> and this we is, uh, this part's a little rough. And we have the last part, final part, part two season guy one three. <laughs> Yuji, uh, Yuki Ka- Kaji, who plays our boy, uh, Aaron Yeager. Mr. Aaron Hunter. Uh, so, as people who do watch the Japanese dub of anime, uh... Here's the thing, here's the thing, here's a little, here's, here's something's weird, right? How so? I remember I said sequels, I don't, I don't know how I feel about sequels being nominated. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true, that's like one of our, like, household rules, right? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Tanjiro's voice actor being on here. I'm like, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't track, sir. Like, you we got, we, we've got like three, and we've also got three sequels. Oh, yeah, three sequels here, technically. Oh, yeah, Spy Family as well, so. Oh, is this counting, are we counting Spy Family in this one? Well. Because technically it, both it, parts were in, right? Were both parts, no, season, yeah, this is only counting the first season. Right. Okay. You're right. Both yeah. parts did come out this year, so you're right. You're right. You're right. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. That's allowed. But Demon Slayer. No. Sorry, Natsuki. That that's not fair. Yeah, Aaron Yukikaji, you had like f- you have five fucking seasons already. Seventeen seasons, four movies, three books, and th- and and eighteen time skips and right. and backtrack time travels. <laughs> right. Literally. <laughs> uh. And well, made an abyss. Oh, is this a new character though? This is a new character, so I, I'll give them that. Okay. I'll give them that. Because yeah, if it was like a returning character, then yeah, that that would kind of like breach that rule. But if this is a new character, then I think I think this should be at least counted, maybe or at least considered, right? True. But the only one I've watched is Ligurus Recoil. So, <laughs> I mean, I've watched Spy. Fa- Actually, no, never mind. I lied. Spy Family. I also. No, I'm about a couple episodes behind on that. Never mind. But, uh, Chisato was cute, and Chica did pretty well as her, so... True. I mean, she... And I, even though I haven't watched Liquid Retreat Cool, I've watched a lot of clips of Chisato. She's, like... At least how how Chica, how, how Chica like, voices her. It's, she's got, like... She's got, like, a rhythm. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. There's a there's a certain rhythm uh, rhythm to the way she just animates her character vocally, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Like it's got that um, it's got like a 
I, I almost say like a Japanese Valley Girl kind of like vibe to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like she really owns it that. though. Yeah. Like so I think it's pretty. I think she did pretty fucking well. Yeah, I think Chica. I think Chica deserves this one at least for me. So that hopefully she wins. She probably won't. Probably lose to Aaron Yeager because. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be. If we're going with popularity here, it'll either be Aaron or Anya. Bro, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I think. Well, just by just by popularity alone. Yeah, you're right. It's a toss-up. All right. Next up, we have best romance. I don't think there's a chance in this one. No. <laughs> to be so honest, we have. <laughs> I mean, you're right. We have Call of the Night, the romance between the uh, two main characters. Comey can't communicate. Second series. Did they? I mean, I mean they had the Valentine okay. episode technically. Okay. So, so here's all right. Here's my argument for this. Right. Hmm. They didn't start the romantic stuff until second season. So, could we consider that? Under this category, yes, as far as, right. as, a, as a sequel goes. Fair enough. Next up is My Dress Up Darling. Uh, then we have Kakiyasama Love is War, Ultra Romantic. I don't count this one because they've been doing the romance thing since it first came out. Love after world domination, and then Shikamori is not just a cutie. I can tell you, definitely tell you what I'm not gonna fucking vote for. <laughs> definitely gonna not be. It's definitely gonna be Shikamori that I'm not gonna fucking vote for. <laughs> Fuck that show. Waste of time. Uh, so what as far? What are you thinking, John? I, I don't know. This one, this one's actually pretty good because well, I haven't seen Call of the Night, so I can't say anything about that. I have seen the other four. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, now I'm reading Love After World Domination, so I'm you know a little bit caught, more caught up on that. But I'm trying to stay what for what I saw in the the anime. Now, uh, here's, world... now here's what I want to like suggest here, or, like, or at least put out as far as a uh, not argumentative but discussion base here. Sure, sure, sure. So we're talking about best, we're talking about best romance, right? If we're talking yes. about a best romance series, what are we what are we counting? Are we counting are we counting the journey? Plus, like a conquest, or is the conquest like the ultimate? Like, if we if you reach an end, or not even an end, like let's say we reach a confession point, does that also boost its best romance capability or uh, or vote? I guess I don't think so because in the case of Love After World Domination and unfor- unfortunately Shikamori, both cases for those the characters are already together. Mm-hmm. So, so it's how you cultivate so, the romance, maybe? I'm sorry? It's how you cultivate the romance, then? Or I is the romance before they get together? Is that it's, what... it's how they play out, because, I mean, you can... Maybe it's... I, I, you know what? Actually, you know, I'm going to make this argument. I mean, maybe a little bit of a hot take as far as uh, romance shows go. Uh-huh. It's not fair to compare a couple that's already together and a couple that will be, because you're more hyped for the couple that will be. True. There's already a bias, uh... Right. right, there's a bias. So if it and it's, I feel like it's hard to remove that bias. 
Oh, well, that's because, yeah, because you had different expectations at that point, yeah, right? Exactly. If you're already exactly. a couple, then you're more so interested in how they cultivate their relationship, how they, you know, how they improve themselves or how, how, how they carry themselves in the relationship. Whereas, like, when you have characters that are still in the progress of developing the relationship, that's also, that's what's important as far as that develop, their development goes. So right. you, have a, you have a difference in, uh, you have a difference in, I guess, I mean, not value, but like there's definitely there's definitely like a difference when it comes to the journey of both, you know. Granted, I, you would say you could say the ultimate goal is for them to get together, but the ones that have gone together and there's a whole show cultivating around that. That's a whole different premise to like write and to deal with, you know. Right. So it's a little hard to say. I yeah, this is a little hard to say. I would like this to be split between best couple and best yeah. romance because it's like. I mean, yes, couples, of course, can be romantic. That's, you know, it's not saying you can't, but it's like, it's again, like we already stated, it's a different mindset. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to go with the quality of their cute moments together, right? Right. Because in both Shikamori and Love After World Domination's case, they've, they haven't been together that long. So you still get the cute moments. You know the the honeymoon phase, as 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 it were. Right, right. So you can still, I I think you can still make enough of an argument, um, even though the bias is there for the up and comers. So I, but even then, I would still say that I like dress up, darling, more as a you know as a romance than I do call me love after world and the world domination, and we're not considering Shikamori because it sucks. <laughs> Making sure everyone knows I hate this show. Just if it wasn't clear before. <laughs> uh, why not Kaguya Sama? I'm asking. Just because like that's sort of like is because of the sequel rule? Is that the word we're going with here? Yeah, it's because of the sequel, yeah. sequel rule. Even though and even though this is like this is this is like the ultimate like confession season. <laughs> it is. So But here's it, it, it let's assume we did consider Kaguya, right? Right. I still wouldn't consider it and it's because Really? Their conquest was more fun than it was romantic. That's true. I think like what is it? It was I, I said before, a lot of it's it's very more it's more calm than it is Rom. Yes, it's way more calm than it is Rom. So if I if if I had to look at it right, mm-hmm. I'd be more interested in um fuck why can't I think of his name, uh uh from uh, gloomy guy uh, oh uh, uh Ishigami Ishigami's uh, love story than I am Kaguya's and uh, Ishigami they're Kaguya uh, Miyuki Miyuki thank you because you know Kaguya and Miyuki have their thing and again it's more comedy because they're being fucking stupid with each other but <laughs> i mean it's two sundries essentially you know falling for each other literally yeah literally <laughs> uh but ishigami feels more like normal it's like oh hey there's a really cute girl that i admire i mean it's a it's a budding wanna, romance that's what it is it's right? literally yeah <laughs> there's no there's no extra shit to it there's just he's a shy dude and he wants to confess to senpai like that's what more do you need mm-hmm Mm, uh, let's see for me mm-hmm, go on. Uh, 
I I I I have to agree with you as far as my dress up darling goes. I would have leaned more towards Comey, but this second series doesn't really concentrate a whole lot around the romance part of it. It's still more so about Comey, you know, getting better, being friends and stuff. With you know the added the added introduction of you know her romantic her romance, life. Right. While my dress up darling is like what was it, <laughs> episode two or something, and then it was just like you know, uh, just them developing as. Uh, like partners in 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 Marin's like cosplay conquest, but at the same time, them developing their own relationship together, right? Um, as they, well, as like they I, move on together, I call back to that scene where they went to the beach. That's probably oh, one of the best, yeah. like, like non outwardly romantic moments. Like it was almost. It was just, it's like. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I think you got my gun it already. Well, I was gonna say it was like it was the it was the most it, it, it for a long time ever, you know since watching anime it's the most I've seen two people just vibe. True, like it's very mundane, but it's yeah. like normal, you know. Exactly. Like not even talking about it in a realistic sense. It's more so about two characters just coexisting together, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like they just enjoyed a good silent. Like low energy, just you like you don't get those in most in most like in most romances. Usually it's like oh it's passion, it's uh it's comedy, it's it's drama. No, it was just a moment. Like I was like wow this is this is pretty good. And then they had the horny moment. Like that's rare. <laughs> now granted, now granted, we see that actually all the time. Like ooh they're getting steamy together, and then something interrupts them. But I don't know why it felt way more intense than anything else. <laughs> like, like I was actually like, "Oh, that's be- that's because it- that's because they had everybody holding their breath in that scene. We're- we were all like, right. let's all calm down, <laughs> right? Right. Let's just, just take a moment, let's shower, let's take a cold shower. Like everyone was in sync <laughs> in that like, moment. I don't, I don't know why it, just, it it felt so it felt so raw and like most like etchy anime where it has those kind of scenes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're about to kiss, or they're about to like, I mean, I, fuck or something, and then they get interrupted. But it's like, I, I, I say know. this, I say this a lot about my dress of darling in general. Like even about the cosplay aspect of it, it's very genuine in how it presents itself. You know, yeah. And like, yeah. even if it's like, you know, when it comes to like these ty- these character types, right in this in the series, they they still present them as genuinely as they can as their characters. Like d- you know, during the show, you know, what I mean? if that makes sense. Yeah, like if you had these character types interact with each other. This is how they would interact, and how things would go about. You know, there's no like like romantic plot, uh, romantic plot armor, or or, or like uh, slippery, slightly panty shots. You know, it's all just these characters vibing and doing shit that they like doing. Right. Which reminds me, I need to keep reading the manga. <laughs> Same. I think I caught up to it some some weeks ago. Uh, I got to catch up to it too. But so far, uh, Drown and I are going with my dress of darling as far as best romance goes. Yeebooski. <laughs> All right, best Next. fantasy. Let's go. Ooh, how are they gonna piss me off this time? <laughs> uh, it's all sequels. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a start. <laughs> I'll, you know, if that's the case, then we may as well just judge them as it is. I mean, you, you, what can you do? I mean, when you have them all like this, uh, you, you kind of have to, at least for, yeah. for, this, for this one. Yeah. Uh, so we have... Wait, that doesn't make sense. 
uh, uh, Demon Slayer, um, Entertainment District arc, Jobless Reincarnation for some reason, even though both came out in one year. Last year, right? They both came out 2021. Why is this here? <laughs> Rankings of King Court that also came out last year. What the fuck's happening? What? <laughs> Didn't that come out last year? Wait a minute. Didn't it end last year? Am I crazy? No, I think, yeah, wasn't it in the middle of its second quarter in January? What? Does that count? Apparently. <laughs> Uh, Maiden Abyss, Golden City in the of Scorching Sun, Overlord uh, 4, and the case study of Vinitas. Hold the fuck up. Wait a minute. Hold my anime list. When did... Uh, I, thought, I thought season... I thought Mushiko Tensei came out in the same year when it came out. One was in the beginning and one was in the end, right? Yeah, but I could have sworn Breaking of... Or Mushiko Tensei... Part two or season one, part two ended before January, didn't it? In 2022, or not yet before January 2022, or no, no, it ended up, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, before January 2022 because it's been yeah, about a year, right? Yeah, you're right, it is because part two was a 22, yeah, October 21. Yeah, it ended in December 2021. What the fuck? Hold on. That Crunchyroll, okay. please. That... Make it make sense. <laughs> like, are you giving it a second chance? Which I appreciate since you shit all over it initially. <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to comprehend this anymore. All right. We'll, we'll we'll play by the rules, you know. We'll no, Drown. This is how this is how they want it. We're 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 no pawns in their in their crazy game of foolishness. What is this? Hold on, Osama ranking finished airing. Okay, so the so see you're right. Uh, ranking of Kings Part Two or Core Two ended in March on March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. You're right. So. I, I don't count that necessarily, but sure, we'll go with it, I guess. Sure. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, how are we voting this? Uh, uh, renomination? <laughs> God damn it. Well, okay, we'll go by, we'll go by Crunchyroll's description, because I don't know if you noticed... They started adding like the little information blurb of how they. Uh, um... Oh, oh yeah, you're right. So they describe it. Best fantasy is all about imagination, creativity, and a bit of magic. These shows don't just take us to other worlds. They craft deep, original universes full of mythical creatures, where even the smallest detail is fueled by ideas previously were unthought. Yeah, but one of these wasn't here in 2022. I know. <laughs> so. If we're, if we're talking about creativity, we're kicking away Demon Slayer because it's just fuel Japan with demons. We're kicking away Overlord; it's just D and D. Well, okay, that's not fair because maybe because Michiko Sensei is also just D and D. It's pretty much the OG D and D. It's just the old OG and D and D, but they do it better, so we'll keep them there. Uh, <laughs> Even though they're not supposed to be here in the first place. All right, uh, Ranking of Kings is genuinely unique, and so is Made in Abyss. I haven't, I, I mean, I started the first season of Vanitas, and I doubt it's gone anywhere else. 
the only thing they really have is it's steampunk, like old old England, old London, and old London, and there's a and there's a vampire universe somewhere. So, I guess. So those are my four that I'm voting between, and I think. Hmm. As far as what I've watched, that can count. But you know. You know what? I'm gonna go with the brain dead answer here for me. I'm gonna go with Mushko uh, Tensei. The brain dead. Well, so here's the thing. I, if we're talking about quality of show, certainly, right? I yeah. can put the 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 minor details, the little tidbits of stuff. I can put. I can comfortably put that above Franklin Kings and Main Abyss as a show. All three are fucking top tier shows. But I can put that a little bit above. But as far as the world itself, I'm probably going to go with Made in Abyss. Because, if I remember this part in the manga, because again, this is what that was that part was about. They went into so much detail about their fucking toilets and how they tentacle fuck your shit out your ass. Like, it's... Like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's ludicrous... But they went there. Damn. I think because of that, it makes them a little bit more creative or at least daring to fill in details. Whereas Ranking of Kings, which I, I think I voted for last year because... No, I voted for... Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Rank of Kings, again, Unique World. It's still kind of your basic... It's an oldish English-style fantasy world, you know? Even though it was fairly different. So yeah, that's why I'm going with Main Abyss, because Spooky Hole. I need to know what kind of drugs the writer was on when they were doing that. Because that sounds, that's, that sounds like they got some good shit in their system when they were writing that's that not, shit out. Dude, that's not even fucking half of it. Like I said, there's a, like I said, there's a reason why I didn't want to watch this uh, <laughs> this this one. They, they go some toilets. places... It, it's it's rough. Not yeah. as bad as I would say. Not as bad as the movie before, as far as like the emotional turmoil. Mm-hmm. But it's still pretty fucking rough. Though again, I it it's been such a fucking long time. I need to watch this and then continue reading the manga. <laughs> All right, that's best fantasy, guys. Uh, fantasy. It's just a fantasy. Best drama. Oh, here we go. Ah, we have 86 Part 2, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Kotaro Lives Alone, Attack on Titan, Dino Attack on Titan, Dance Dance Dancer, and Maiden Abyss Golden City. Wait, was Dance Dance Dancer the one with the long necks? No, it's not. That's uh, something else. Uh, it was a uh, oh. Balromi Yokozo. Bad, right, right, right. But I don't know That's what this one's about, though. Finest blonde woman in all of existence. <laughs> dance, dance, danseur. I don't remember hearing about that one. I don't either. Must uh, not be important. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, must be a sleeper hit. It's on the nominations for best drama. I, look, look. Fucking what? God, you can't, you can't, you can't consider their taste for anything, alright? 
Oh man. So they definitely they they definitely weeded out all the people with best taste out of the judging panel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or at least have some sense as far as how to nominate these, but god Godspeed. Uh, so here's here's my question to you, Joe Mel. Uh-huh. Eighty six part two. How's that factor in? Honestly, it's not part two. Okay, if we're going specifically for part two, not as dramatic. As for, if we're going for best drama, if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be ever considering eighty six for a best drama can, uh, nomination, I consider the whole thing to be considered. But if they're just talking about part two. Not a whole lot, if you ask me. I mean, I can sure you can you can argue the fact that you they explore every character's like uh, after war ambitions since they got pulled out of the war and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you could even like consider like the final con- uh, like the final like a uh, uh, battle they had with like one of the fucking aides of like uh, of our queen here. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, like the second to last episode had had like the best editing I've ever seen when it comes to just symbolic representation of, I guess, war guilt and all that good shit. But that's just one episode, and I can't just I can't consider just part two. I can't consider it just part two. It had it has to be a combination of both part one and part two, just because it's complete. It 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 com- it's a it's a better story completed. You know, if you want to consider it, right. So I can't consider just part two to be a a a contender for part for best drama. Mm. In my humble opinion. No, that's fair. I mean, I haven't watched it, so I can't. I I have nothing to say. That's why I asked. Yeah, that's how I think um, about it, at least. The only thing I can really put my two cents in about would be Cyberpunk Edge Runners and Main Abyss. Mm-hmm. As far as drama goes, like the heart pumping, edge of your seat, like what the fuck's gonna happen next? I mean, Where I, are we going? I mean, what is how does Crunchyroll define their best drama? They define it as these anime convey something essential about the human experience. Ooh, getting fancy. Their mastery of building and relieving tension sets fans on the edge of their seats, feeling all their feelings, compelling them to invest deeply in the characters and their stories. Okay, I mean, when it comes to what I've watched, I'd probably consider Cyberpunk. Because, so because, just because just following David's story was one hell of a roller coaster for me. From that, like, would, that's absolutely fair. That's absolutely fair, and it's rare that like spoiler alert, I guess, for one of the most popular shows at the time. Um, it's rare for them to just kill off the main character at the end. Mm-hmm. Very um, ambitious, right? It's very ambitious. Like it, people that it's i feel like it's it's a, what, what was that one show that that i really liked um that it was, was it was like a simple one uh the hero got ban- banished so he joined the uh the the demon's army i think that's literally what it's called oh <laughs> it's fucking light novels are out of control <laughs> um that one was really good and they like prompted a whole like at the end like oh we got to kill the hero because some bullshit but they didn't like just kill him. Like they didn't commit to the bit. They didn't commit to it, and I think it would have been a better show if they committed to it, uh, and then just ended it. But I'm assuming they're gonna have a season two at some point, and I just think it degrades the show for doing so. So I appreciate Edge Runners for giving us a finite end 
Even though I really don't like that they killed Rebecca, but you know. And you only, know. not only that, John, in 10 episodes, too, mind you. Like, this is a shorter, shorter than your usual one core. I was upset that I was at ten. I was at episode 10 and realized <laughs> it was the last episode. Right? I was like, how the fuck is Trigger going to wrap? You know what? It's Trigger. They're going to wrap this shit up in, like, five seconds. For all they didn't of, pull aliens. They didn't pull aliens. That's probably, this <laughs> probably the first series that they've done that they haven't pulled the <laughs> alien bullshit. <laughs> You know they wanted to. Oh, yeah. You know they wanted to say, oh, no, it was the rogue AI in the fucking deep state or some shit. Like, okay, Trigger, chill out. No, we're all in the Matrix. That's what it is. Right, right exactly. <laughs> Night City is uh, a giant Matrix. That's what it is. Uh, no, they had someone from A1 definitely pull the plug on someone from Trigger. Like, no, no, no. Right, right. No, no, chill out. <laughs> chill out, Chief. <laughs> what is it? Um, so between, for, uh, for me, between Edge Rudders and Maiden Abyss... Sadly, it's harder to vote on Made in Abyss because my memory of that um, of that arc is hazy. I do remember they got into... I mean, it, it's a pretty much brand new adventure from what we've been doing before. I mean, you're still in the hole, but this one is more so explaining the quote-unquote Golden City and Scorching Sun. You're in that one location, I think, for the entire arc. Getting to know the new characters, a lot of new characters' backstories... A lot of history about it, which is again why I vote Main Abyss um, the better fantasy because it like goes back in time and shows you, hey, these weren't the first people to go into the hole. These were some other super sad motherfuckers that had the misfortune of coming down here and then getting horribly mutated. <laughs> you get to learn all about their shit and how like it was, it was genuinely interesting, but dramatic. Yes, it was very dramatic, but I don't remember all the details, so it's hard for me to vote for it, so I'm going to have to give it to Edge Runners. Not because it's like a default, duh, duh, duh. Edge Runners is genuinely amazing. It's one of my favorite shows because Trigger, and because it's also a good show. <laughs> I mean, but Edge, yeah. I, I can really only vote on it because my memory for of it is fresh. Mm. Maybe if I go back and watch it, watch Made in Abyss, maybe, perhaps... <laughs> I don't know. At this point, either of these will make you feel pretty sad. <laughs> What's sad is me. It's just fucking let, watching my list grow. <laughs> That's what's sad. Oh, Lord. All right. All right. Best comedy. Here we go. Oh, we got some uh, good. Is, is Katara Lives Alone going to be in every fucking category? <laughs> is it a comedy? Yeah, literally everyone. <laughs> Not in fantasy, but like. Damn near everything else. Damn near Fucking everything. English else. performance. Ja uh, it wasn't Japanese performance. Was it fantasy? It wasn't action. Wait, no, I'm going ahead now. Yeah. Where was that? Best comedy. Uh, comedy drama. Was it in romance? No. It was okay. in it was in drama, which I'm I'm curious about. I have never I haven't watched it yet, but I'm curious as to why it was nominated for best drama. I mean, as I, as, I sort of get it. It's sort of sad because he just lives by himself. Yeah. But like. How dramatic are we talking about here? Like, uh... Are we talking about Attack on Titan dramatic? Or are we talking like... Oh, what the fuck won Best Drama and it pissed me off? It was Fruits Baskets, but that's because... I'm used to, like, the previous iteration of Fruits Baskets. Ah, uh, like the... the, like, the, the cooler the... version. <laughs> the, 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 the one with the shades. <laughs> <laughs> the Uwu version? The Uwu version. The, no, it's the Raw XD version. <laughs> Uh, so best comedy we got Kaguya Sama Love is War Ultra Romantic 
My Dress Up Darling, Uncle from Another World, Kotaro Lives Alone, Spy Family, and Ya Boy Kong Ming. Ya Boy Kong Ming! <laughs> Another show I really need to watch. Because <laughs> just, just calling it that. The boss would just call it Ya Boy Kong Ming. Like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely have an American uh, and the PA Works team right now. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> it's like, this is what you're going to call it, and it's going to be popular. Like, like, like no one would look at this otherwise. Like, Steve Sand, what do you want to call this? How about your Ya Boy Kong Ming? Like, th- that's. <laughs> ya Boy. That's such a 2022 like catchphrase at this point. I mean, it is, but really think about think about it. If it wasn't called that, no one would look at this. No one would even like glance at it. <laughs> no, you're right. No, you are definitely right. Like, I think it, it's it's originally named what Pari uh, Kome, you know, but like just it's not it's it's not gripping. Is right. it, it doesn't have the fucking hook or the grip that the boy Kong Min Kong Ming has, you know? Right. You can look at the synopsis and look at the title and like I don't give a shit what it's actually about. Yeah, like this Chinese idols. Fun. Like you get a Chinese right. guy and you get an idol. Like, eh, pretty standard. Yeah. No, well you got your boy you, you wanna know about your boy Kong Ming now. Exactly. It's, it's a fucking title. Exactly. Exactly. Ah oh, man, I wish I could vote on that much. <sighs> yeah, I wish I could vote on. But for me anyway, it'd be it's between Kaguya-sama, Dress Up Darling, kind of Uncle from Another World, and Spy Family. Mm, I, kind I, of, I say, because I read, I'm, I was reading the manga at the time. When it comes to comedy, let's see, what does Crunchyroll say? Whether they catch you off guard with a unique point of view, or the dialogue seems crafted by a stand-up comedian, these are the shows that make you laugh out loud and that have your side hurting by the end. Okay, I can sort of agree with this. Like when it comes to like comedy show, comedy series, right? Mm-hmm. It'll always be the series that gets me smiling, like, gets me like goofily smiling while I'm watching the entire time. Mm-hmm. And the only show that's been that the only as far as what I've I've watched, it's just Kaguya, Dress Up Darling, Spy Fam, and your boy Kong Ming. As mm-hmm. far as what what has given me that like sensation and feeling while throughout throughout the entire show consistently, mm-hmm. it had to be Kaguya for me. Yeah, same. Now, Uncle from Another World is is it is probably the second runner up for me at because while it is genuinely funny oh, It's like cringe humor, right? Or it's it's I mean it's purposely cringy. That's yeah. that's the point. Mm-hmm. That's the point. I just I enjoyed the comedy of Kagi Sama more than I did Uncle from Another World. Mm-hmm. Now that's not to say that Uncle from Another World's comedy is lower quality. Is just not necessarily my favorite cup of tea. So this one's a little bit more subjective, mm-hmm. right? Right. Than just, I mean, comedy subjective. Like, you know, that's that's. I the, mean, yeah, you're that's right. Sort you're of absolutely the, right. The, the the overarching thing, you know. But um, my third would be Spy X Family because my dress of darling wasn't really a comedy at all. Right. I would say. I mean, I think it's. I think my dress, my dress of darling is. If it's not a if if it's not a romance first, it's definitely like a slice of life second. Yeah, yeah, for you know? sure. Which does um, an amazing job. That not not to yeah, like yeah. not to like think that not to say that it's I'm like they downgrading it. No, it it's a it's a great slice of life. It's a great show. It's a bad comedy. It's not like <laughs> you don't you don't go to my dress up darling for for laughs. Yeah, it's for it's for a good time and for a happy time, I guess. You know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, shout out to Anya 
because she is like most of her moments, both in the manga and in the anime, are genuinely hilarious. Yeah, that's that's true. But uh, I think uh, she debuted her Ugo face in this one in uh, the second part. Oh, really? Okay. I think so. She was she was trying to get uh, Damien's attention, and she just. <laughs> Just thinking about it, it just still makes me chuckle. So shout out to that. Actually, that was <laughs> most of the show isn't funny per se. It's like it's comedic, but not funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but Anya is the star of the comedy circle of Spy X Family, right? Or Spy Family, however the fuck you want to say it. Uh, uh, so best action, best action. Attack on Titan, get out of here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we get it. Your final part five will be in, what, this year? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got Attack on Titan, final Demon Slayer, Entertainment District Arc, Licorice Recoil, Cyberpunk, JoJo's, and Spy Fam. Now, as they explain action, it is... This category rewards a show that has action at its core. So Attack and Titans out. Uh, <laughs> Damn. I mean, no, that's 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 a lie. Uh, these titles should leave the audience with their hearts pounding, their palms sweaty, and everyone gasping for breath at the mind-blowing sequences that were depicted. Okay. No, that's fair. I would say all of them. Well, here's the thing with Spock Family. It's not that actiony. Yeah. It's. I mean, again, it, it's 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 in the title. Most, I mean, even even most spy themed series are not as action packed. It's more covert, more sneaky and smart, I mean, right? And it's barely that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and spy family is slice of life. Exactly, and this is more family than spy at this point. Yeah, exactly, precisely. It might as well just be uh, Anya and family, you know. Now there was a scene with the tennis and everything, and that was cool, but it's not. It's not at its core. Yeah. Later, I think in third, the third season, they're going to do the um, part where you're in the where they're all like on the ship and they have to defend this mafia's kid. That one's pretty action. We get to see your actually be what she's supposed to fucking be. It only but, takes like three three seasons and hell of a lot right. Of exactly. I hate I hate that. I'm that's why I'm one hundred percent sure that either I'm misremembering it or they're fucking wrong. I know they pushed that scene back. They had to. There's no. There's. I'm not fucking crazy. Anyway, <laughs> I, I haven't seen Attack on Titan. I really wish I watched Demon Slayer because season one was phenomenal as far as action goes. Like, goddamn. Like, it was it was one of those, this this is saved anime moments, right? Right. The, I don't the know. famous episode 19. I don't know that... That was replicated here. Now, I'm sure it was the same quality of animation, but as far as, like, what they were working with, I have no idea. Lippers Recoil was very was very well choreographed as far as its action scenes go. Cyberpunk was made by Trigger. Needless, so, should we say more? <laughs> should we say more? Like, it's, like, I, I don't want to say, like, remembering back on the, the action scenes for Cyberpunk were a blur, because... If you've ever watched Trigger, 
could do any action scenes. Like, from back in Gurren Lagann when they were still Gynax, fucking Kill a Kill, fucking, uh... Um, Hell, even Penny and Stocking. Penny and Stocking, Promare. Everything happens so chaotically, but it's like... What's the word? Uh, it's It's... It's like imagine it's color, a, just imagine the color palette of the series just amped up, right? Satur- it's, a, it's like it's it's literally like watching a car crash. Yeah, it's just a, it's a saturated saturated chaos. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a car crash, but it just was filled with the glitter. What? <laughs> I don't forget the music in the background. You know? Yeah, oh, dude, don't forget <laughs> the fucking music. Don't forget the fucking music. Tom, um, so, that's what it is. So really, for me, it's between Cyberpunk and Recoil. Now, I, we know JoJo's is there. We know. But no one watches JoJo's because it's bad. Okay? Let's, let's just put that to bed. It's okay. It's okay to be wrong. You, the, per, the, the listener, it's okay for you to be wrong. It's okay. No one likes JoJo's. We like the memes. We don't like the show. That's great. That's awesome, as long as we're all on the same page. Uh, I'm probably going to give it to Cyberpunk. Because while I would say Licorice Recoil was technically better choreographed, I was more hyped for the fights in Edge Runners. I'd have to agree with you. For the same, for the same sentiment. Hmm. Again, I couldn't watch after watching Cyberpunk. I couldn't watch anything that was subpar. <laughs> it just it ruined anime. Maybe that's why we he fucking got a dry spell. I was like, no, nothing Cyberpunk. <laughs> exactly. Like my palate needs to be cleansed at this point because, or what is it? It uh, Edge Runner reset my palate. Yeah. N- nothing less than this, you know. Because I would say a lot of trigger shows do this amazing thing where they they're able to wrap up so many different genres in one show. Mm-hmm. Kill a Kill was probably the outlier because that was mostly just a shonen, right? There wasn't really any romance. There wasn't really any like. Oh yeah, it was it was just straight up like straight back... up just bullshit. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> back to back trigger nonsense. And right. what 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 was the theme? Self self expression. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but again, if you look at if you look at Gurren Lagann, if you look at Panty Stocking, you look at um, you look at uh, Edge Runners, you look at Promare, you look at uh, um, fuck is it um, which one do you think about? I don't, I, don't, I, I had it and it went away. Uh, Darwin and the Franks. Oh, you know, that was shared with A One. I mean, if you, you look at some of their smaller things like uh, I mean, Cyberpunk uh, was shared with A One too. You know? Oh, that's true. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, there's smaller ones like that one where all the it was literally just a high school setting and they all just had powers. That was Black oh, Trigger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best fucking vocal performances by uh, anybody. A single. In, in, it was a single line or like a single scene. A single scene. You like it proved why subs are better than dubs easily. <laughs> like it's not even it's not even a question. Um, they they have they are able to wrap so much up in just this nice fucking chaotic bow of a package i love it i that's why i can't get enough of their fucking company everything they put out is just like what are they gonna do next how are they gonna wow me who am i gonna fall in love with forever oh fucking robo lolly sure got it like gotcha appreciate it 
how do we how do we take this game right how do we take this game that has its own feel its own style and then not only replicate it not only replicate it we celebrate it and still fucking fucking transform into some like mind-boggling bullshit like it's just it's the same but it's not right it's like it's it's fucking amazing i love their fucking company so goddamn much thank you everyone for helping as well absolutely but goddamn <laughs> i don't i don't know what the what the slice was i don't know if trigger just animated it and a1 like um wrote it but no no i mean no one of the one of the writers is a is a trigger writer we're talking about kill the kill darling the franks gurren lagan yeah, boy Fully to call Keys Niver. Was he the motherfucker that did uh 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 fuck what was that show? Um he, he made his own he made made his own show outside of Trigger. Oh, uh, uh he was he's he's like the guy. He's like the the trigger guy. I don't know. What the fuck was his name? I don't know. He's also this guy that was also assistant director and some of the was with with Premier as well as the thinking uh the Gurren Lagan movies as well. Maybe that maybe that's him. Maybe that's him. I don't uh, remember. I don't remember. He was also that was a director and assistant director to Evangelion. Oh shit! So he's he's already fucked in the head, you know. So he he, <laughs> he already went through the motion. He he knows how to write, you know. <laughs> he's also the fucking assistant director to the end of Evangelion movie as well. So oh. man has seen things. He's dealt with a depressed man and came out on the other side. Oh, he's a founder of. He's one of the founders of of Trigger. Hey! He left Gainax and helped founded uh, Animation Studio Trigger. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Jesus, yeah, this is one of the two writers of fucking Cyberpunk. The other one is uh, a lot of lot of planning. I think this is actually their first. Uh, no, it's not. It's not their first. They whoa. Okay, this is this is interesting. And one of the the, well, the second okay the second writer okay well to give credit first. Uh, Masahiko Otsuka. That's the the guy next turn trigger writer. Right. Um, blessed your work, uh, Kamisama. Uh, <laughs> right. And the other one, the other uh, writer for Cyberpunk was Yoshiki Usa, which was the producer of Kiesniver. Uh, did a lot of uh, producer of, of My Little, Little Witch Academia. Uh, did a lot of like help the planning BNA as a grid man, and so a lot of background stuff. But it's definitely been around during the trigger, during like the rise of the trigger scene. Mm. And they seem to be relatively new as well, as far as like their history goes. They've like they've made one thing back in 2014. It's like a, like a kid, like a, I think it's a kid show, and it's just been help planning stuff for the longest i guess alongside with trigger for a while so shit kudos to you guys anyway best action cyberpunk uh <laughs> forget we're doing a yeah we're doing a awards episode. i mean you know you know <laughs> you know yeah um, okay, we have our first unique uh, category for the year. It's must protect all costs character. Uh, first up, we have Anya Fordrew from Spy Family, uh, Kage from Ranking of Kings, Marin Kitagawa from My Just Dwelling, Boji from Ranking of Kings, Kotaro Sato. There he is, <laughs> another one. There he is, and again. Shoko Komi from Komi-san. 
Mm. Uh, must protect. Uh, I get. I'm. I might be biased here. Uh huh. Um. Maybe. I love Marin, but she can. I. I. If we're talking about must protect at all costs, Marin can definitely hold off. Hold on. Yeah, Marin's fine. She. Yeah. She doesn't need to be protected. I. It has to be Comey for me. No doubt. While we literally have a child, like Anya, she has. She. She at least has some advantage with her uh, her tele not telekinesis uh fuck what's the power called again her her mind reading i forgot what the actual name for it was oh oh no jaron left <laughs> uh but yeah it had to be comey comey for me Hello. 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 Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. You good? I don't know what the hell happened. Discord just shit itself. Oh, did it? <laughs> yeah, because everything else was fine. Like I like as soon as it disconnected me, I went to a YouTube video to play it, but it didn't. Okay. It Must have been a resource management then thing. Maybe. Maybe. My spiked and it's just like, all right, get bye. Yeah, it hasn't even been that long for us. It's only been an hour so far. Um, but yeah, going back to it, must protect all costs. I'm going with Komi Shoko. Yeah, she certainly can't protect herself. Marin can. Can't speak for a child living alone on his own, but probably want to. Kage and Boji. You gotta pick either one, though. <laughs> I guess in this case. Eh? Which, I feel like, which I feel like it should, like, I feel like they should be like a pair, shouldn't they? Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I think, all right, well, what, what does Crunchyroll say? These are characters that make the world feel kinder, more special place, whether they're an earnest protagonist who always gets back up, or a pure-hearted Sinran role who holds a group together. These characters remind us that there are some things in life worth protecting. Okay. Based on that, Anya, as much as I love her, is a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wouldn't, I wouldn't exactly call her a uh, 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 person that makes the world feel kinder. <laughs> She's kind, of, she is a little shit. As much as I love her to death, I do, but she's just kind of a fucker. Uh, Comey, yes, right, yes. We do we we do like ourselves from Comey. She needs to be protected. Kage and Boji though, they're like they're they're. <sighs> you think this would have been better if they were both a pair in this case? I th just based on your no, experience, I think, it, I think it's better to put it put them separate because they both have very sad backstories, even though they're different, right? Okay. So it makes them different enough, I would say. Kage literally watching his mother be skewered in front of him, and then no, Boji did too. No, their backstory is the same, except Kage grew up on the streets, and Boji grew up in a castle. Mute, but I'm gonna say Kage. Kage, okay. I'm gonna say Kage. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Right. Right. Like then. imagine a child getting watching his mother be skewered in front of him and then latching onto any warmth he can find 
be that some dude that just wants to use him for his, the, his ability to steal and doesn't actually give a shit about him. Like, that's some fucking... That's some shit, like, come come on, come little child, let me show you what actual love is. Like, that sounds fucking weird. <laughs> but it's like, because, like, it's one of those, like, move over Naruto and swing, this is the real sad shit. Right, right, exactly. Like, Kage needs to, need, need it to be protected. Like, I, and you can still kind of tell he's not over that. So it's just like, no, I, yeah, Kage, Kage needs to be protected. He's, he's a good boy. He's a very good boy. He's a good boy tainted by the streets. <laughs> I mean, literally. Literally, he was tainted by the streets. Like, <laughs> I love him. I love him to death. I, yeah, Kage is 100% my pick because I feel so bad for him. It's, all, it's out of pity. It's, I mean, but that's kind of what it is. You must protect. Like, this person needs to be... True. I, I, I want them to be happy. I want Kage to be happy. He he deserves to be happy. He's a good boy. Boji's a good boy. Komi's a good girl. But Kage is a good boy tainted by the streets. We need to teach him the right, the way, the right ways of the world. Fair. All right. Best supporting character. Best supporting character. Uh, I guess we'll read this. I guess we should just read description beforehand. This category celebrates sidekicks like they were number one. Supporting characters come in all shapes and sizes, but the best among them are able to shine as bright as their main character counterparts when called upon. We have Ai Hayasaka from uh, Love is War. We have Kage, well, <laughs> from Ranking Kings. We have Tengen. Uh, Uzui from Demon Slayer. We have Anya from Spy X Family. We have Rebecca. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh shit. We have Rebecca from Edge Runners and Yor from Spy X Family. Oh. Uh oh. I thought this was going to be easy. Uh oh. Spaghetti <laughs> Uh oh. Stinky. I don't know. I was going to say, like, oh, Kage, it's a wrap, and you fucking hit me with Anya and Rebecca. Yours are great, but she hasn't actually been a character yet. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, she's not the supporting character. She's the main character. What do you mean? Wait, which one? All right. It's Spike's family. She's the main fucking character. Who, Anya? Yes. If anything, she co-stars with uh, Lloyd. As of right now, yeah, technically. I, I mean, you like, could argue that Anya supports Lloyd. I mean, literally in the plot, but like, as far as like, whose perspectives we see more of, it's it's about equal now. Mm-hmm. So, I, okay, I can't count Anya, because that's that she's not a I can't consider her a real supporting character. She's a main character. She's just as important to the story as Lloyd is. Again, yours not real yet. So it's really between Kage and Rebecca for me. Ooh. Ooh. Both are ride or die. Both are 100% ride or die characters and damn. I mean one that's hard. I mean one literally ends up riding to die. <laughs> Right, one leg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
Wow. Holy shit. And I guess I can't discount Ai Hayasaka. She she is a fucking great mm. uh, supporting character. Arguably one of the most uh, popular. But, I mean, honestly, all the supporting characters are super popular. If anything, they're more popular than the main characters. Right. They're all as popular at that point, right? Right. Shit. Damn it. All right, you go first. <laughs> I, I genuinely... I have no idea. I have no uh... idea. I, like, I love Rebecca. I love her to death. <laughs> Everything about her. I fucking love her. But Kage's your boy. But she, Rebecca's your girl. She's homegirl. Damn. I don't even know how to go about this. Damn. Like, for best supporting character, like... I mean, I know they gave us a description on that, but, like... Okay. Well, not Crunchyroll's even Crunchyroll's uh, explanation isn't isn't concrete of a of a good way to describe a supporting character because the supporting character would also be doing just as much as a main character, right? Yeah. Like a lot so of them, let's, let's, a lot of them would be their rock or like their ride or die, right? Someone to like their help. rock, their ride or die. If they make the character main character better, make them worse. Yeah, like it, it affects the main character in some capacity, you know? Yeah. It drives them to act, you know. They drive okay. them. Okay, oh, go on. They like. I feel like a supporting character would help drive a main, drive the main character to action. Whether that's a good thing, whether it's a good good thing for the plot or a bad thing for the plot, you know. It like it helps drive. It, they're they're like an integral. They're an integral part of the story as far as how it progresses, you know. Because the main character, you know, it's it's they're the ones telling the story, but the supporting character literally like helps pave that road or helps like make the you know make decisions that that uh, creates new actions for the main character. You're right, and okay, so by that logic, I would give it to Kage, but Rebecca is. I mean, if you want me to go first, <laughs> to yes. give you more time to think. Just going yeah. off of that, go, going off of my 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 offhand description here for some best supporting character. Uh, even though we don't see her as much in this season, it's she still played a big she still played a role, and I want to give it to Ayasaka. Okay. Okay. Just because she's all. I mean, granted, she's always been there the entire time for uh, Kaguya, and. She played more. She definitely played an, you know, more of an integral role. Even though while limited in time, she still played key parts to help progress uh, this season to where it is now. And True. you know, I you I'd, could make the argument that she, she, if it wasn't for her influence, things probably wouldn't have progressed to where they are now. Right. Exactly. Like she had a lot of a lot of impact as far as helping Kaguya, like. Direct, uh, drive her in this in in that direction to where we are now. True, that's true. That is true. So I'm giving it to I Ayasaka for my best supporting character vote. And for those reasons, here, here this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. My brain is telling me Kage. But my heart, soul, and body are telling me Rebecca. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is what what is uh 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 
what what's what's what do you what do you go with why what's uh is there is there is there a, a gerlagen phrase for the soul or the body yeah, yeah uh, there is but fuck is it uh <laughs> the soul is the heart is the, is the heart's magma actually that sounds about right actually to be honest yeah i'm pretty sure that's that's somewhere in there but you know, drill with your soul, heart pierce, pierce mm. Rebecca's butthole. Yes. Uh, with the power of heart and horny, I I choose Rebecca. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, all right. So now we're gonna go with the best main character. Here we go. Okay. Wow, things didn't change that much. <laughs> right. Best main character description, whether hero, anti-hero, or villain. Okay, I see why. There we go. That's uh, how. That's how they they s- squeezed it all. Okay. A main character is the face of their series, but it's not just their personalities or characteristics that make them beloved. It's their well-developed uh, stories and the journeys they take us on that make them worthy. Hmm. So, we have Boji from Ranking of Kings, David Martinez from Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Lloyd Forager from Spy Family. Again, him and Anya are the main characters, but whatever. Uh, Chisato Nishikigi from Lic- Licorice Recoil, Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan, and Marin Kitagawa from My Address of Darwin. Hmm. So, um, first argument, just first, just getting this right right here at the back. If we're considering Marin as a main character, she gets just as much screen time as Anya does in Spy Family. So, fuck you. <laughs> Anya is a main character. She is the main... Anya is the main focus of Spy Family. She's the thing tying everything together. But anyway, anyway, as an intellectual, uh, as an intellectual for me, uh, I'm not considering Lloyd. I like Lloyd, but spy family while all together. So spy family is hard to vote on, right? Because its individual parts aren't that strong, but all together, it's a very gr- it's a great show, right? It's kind of like a family, right? Kind of like a family, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it stands tall together, so I could see it as like a best original show, best and maybe best animation, best directing, maybe or anime of the year, something like that. I could see that, mm-hmm. but I can't judge it as a comedy. I can't judge it as a. Uh, I can't judge it by its individual parts. It has to be the whole thing. Uh, and Marion, again, I love her to death, but I don't feel as much for her as I do either David, Boji, or Chisato. Personally, let me and add Aaron to Yang. go on. Let me add to that. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's mostly because like, because the the description kind of gave kind of gave me some more to think about. Mar- Marin's journey just started, you know? Right. So I think 
the the longer we the longer we watch her grow as a cosplayer and all that, that's what is I feel like would be more defining as her as a character, her as a main character. But we haven't seen all that yet. You know, this is still her literally her or her, or, her origin story you know you're right you're right because if you if you if you if how do you say it, it, it's i guess it's a little weird to say currently she's still more of a trope than a character kind of save for their like tender moments for romance mm-hmm. but she still shines as a main character because of her passion for cosplay right and how she like engulfs engulfs that as part of her personality, right? Right. Or how she, how, or how she, um, how, pa- she, it's sh- her, she, ah, it shows how passionate she is about cosplay. And she's been given the opportunity to be able to showcase that. And it's still in the beginning stages of it, you know? Right. No, you're right. Uh, so. You're right. So that's that's why it's hard to vote her because she is just she's still too fresh. She's got to get a few more chips on her shoulder first. Uh, I like how Gojo's not even like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> you know, he just he's just chilling somewhere. Right. I mean, obviously, she's like she. This is why we need a fucking best girl because that's that between her, your, and a few other characters. That's what you base them on like mm-hmm. that's uh, you you give the the actual character themselves not put against fucking you can't you can't put Marin next to fucking Aaron Yeager that's not fair like <laughs> that's the wrong genre that show, right it's like I feel like a thousand times more for Aaron because I've been here for three thousand years watching him Is assuming it? I had watched it but you know I mean it's been you know it's been like it's what it's been like ten years since the since the start of Attack on Titan. Don't even don't even <laughs> use words. <laughs> like this God is damn. like Jaron, This final season is the ten year anniversary of Attack on Titan when it came out as an anime. God. Like this is probably why they they they're edging us to the final part in twenty twenty three just to wrap it up in ten years. You're right. Jesus Christ. But. Going with the three that I'm picking from, David, Boji, and Chisato. I'm gonna have to give it to... I'm gonna have to give it to Boji. Okay. Because between the the three of them, and again, this isn't fair, because Ranking of Kings was, what, fucking... uh, uh, 48 episodes because each each core was 24 or am i wrong the whole thing's 24 and each one's 12 maybe the latter i feel like i think it's the latter yeah so it's in total 24 episodes so we're com- we're pitting it against a 10 episode or a 12 episode so we have way more time to grow with boji so it's not really fair um but i give it to him because we get to see we got to see him go grow from this you know, bright but sniveling kind of like I can't do anything on my own boy to this like to this hero. We literally like watched him grow as a person. Character development is exceedingly important in in, in all these situations. Mm-hmm. Nah. So I give him number one. Alright. For you me. Go. Funny enough, I'm going with David. 
for, okay. for the exact opposite reason that you, you gave. Really? It's because it took... The fact that it took 10 episodes for me to grow with this motherfucker... This, this, this street hoodlum... Uh-huh. To essentially... His 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 own hero in a sense. Mm-hmm. It only took ten episodes, and I under I I got to see his you know literally his rock bottom to his. Ironically enough, other like his other hitting rock bottom, but at a fulfilled rock bottom. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel. Uh, I feel David for me is the best main character in my in, in this case. He proved yeah. himself even up until the end. Even it's though true. he couldn't it's do true. it in the end, you know. And the whole thing where uh, I, keep keeping with the cyberpunk quote unquote lore is that if you're a great bounty hunter, you're not gonna like be able to live out your days. You're gonna die in a blaze of glory, right. like he did. Exactly. Like he lived up to it, you know. He lo- he lived to he lived up to what he what he wanted. What he lived he lived up to what he couldn't consider a dream, but at least he had something. That was similar to it, even though he never had a dream for himself. You know, he still yeah. tried up until the very end, even if it was to fulfill someone else's dream, which was Lucy's in this case. Right. So I admire it for, I admire him as a as a main character in that aspect, and I was very upset. It was only for ten episodes. I wanted yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, dude. I or at least one more. At least one more. If it was like giving me eleven, like an eleventh episode of some kind. Just, just give me an ov- Just give me one. Just somewhere in between episode. I don't need him doing anything. Actually, I just want to watch him just fuck about. Not even just that. Just the gang fuck about. You know. Yeah, just just them hanging out. Like I would, I would love that. And then tear my heart open. You know. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Uh. Um, and then Shisato, I, as much as I do like her character, she doesn't really grow at all. She is who she is from the beginning to the end, which is which is good. There's nothing wrong with characters that don't necessarily develop. It's like it's, a consistency type thing, maybe? It's a consistency. You could just see how her ideals play out and how they influence the people around, around them, which is, again, which is a good... Uh, I think is a good rat writing tactic, in my personal opinion, if it's done right. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Which I think in this one is definitely done right. It's like uh it's uh it's like a it's like shonen where the main characters never really change that much. Like, look at Naruto from the beginning to the end; he's not that different. I'm not talking talking about Shippuden where where he's just a fucking dad. But I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, Boruto, Boruto, uh, where he's just a fucking dad. But I'm about like. Beginning Naruto to Shippuden. Naruto at the end of Shippuden. Right. But not that different. There's a little bit of development as far as, like, dealing with anger and shit. But, like, mm-hmm. even then, it's not that different. He still believes it, you know? <laughs> he, he, right. He still believes it. He still uses uh, uh, talk no jutsu. Right. Uh, next up, we have a Best Director. Ooh. Here we go. Here's some names. Oh, Oh, <laughs> man! This is this is just what's all going to be pitted against each other for the next like <laughs> ever. All right, best director as described is to paraphrase Hayao Miyazaki. Oh, oh wow! Okay. Oh, oh. an anime is a reflection of its director. Central impo- of central importance, directors work behind the scenes conveying their vision and imagination to animators, making critical decisions and managing the creative aspects of production. 
Okay. Okay. All right. So we have Haruo Sotozaki for Demon Slayer, uh, 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 Red, De Red Light District arc. We have Kazuhiro Furuhashi for Spy X Family. We have Yosuke Hata for Ranking of Kings. Uh, Hiroyuki Imaishi for uh, Cyberpunk. We have Shingo Adachi for Licorice Recoil. And we have Yuichiro Hayashi for uh, Attack and Time. All right, I'm gonna give it. I'm I'm giving it right off the bat here. Yeah, same. I'm giving it right off the. Well, I don't know if it. <laughs> If it's the same as you, but it's probably not going to be the same as me. But I already know who I'm going for. I'm giving it to Hiroki Imaishi for Cyberpunk. Oh yes, yeah, because they because they fought for fucking Rebecca. Yeah, <laughs> they dude. said fuck you, CD Projekt Red. We're keeping the lowly. <laughs> you you can't stop us. It's either the lowly or nothing. Okay. <laughs> and like, instantly became the most favorite character of the show. Easily, easily. Not it wasn't a competition. Like Lucy's great, but like Rebecca took off. Yeah, took the fuck off. And the like, and the fact that the she wasn't even wanted from the get go from like the other from like was it from producers? They're like, nah, bitch, we're keeping her. Just you wait. <laughs> just you fucking wait. And and we can't deny that one scene and you know you already know what I'm saying you already know which one I'm talking about that I don't remember which episode it was what was it what was it episode 7 6 it was 7 or 6 where David officially became a man and I don't mean when he had sex oh you mean the, t the time skip the time skip episode well the, the episode before the time skip where, where you know when um what's his face died oh when like okay the trippy yeah. episode so yeah, that was one of the like the best sequences I've ever seen. Like it was just so fucking uh, in the same in the same sense that the the Marin and uh, Gojo in uh, my dress up darling moment was just like quiet and mundane. While it wasn't mundane, the quietness to it was just like damn. Like it was almost like a reality check of the, of the world of cyberpunk. Yeah, it really was. And I was just like, oh, this is fucking haunting. Like, I love it. I love this. Like, it's and all fun. And, like, it's all fun and games until the, the cyber psychosis kicks in, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Until shit hits the fan. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, it was so good. It was so fucking good. So, yeah, it's 100%. Hiroki Maishi gets my vote 1000%. Except uh, Aaron Yeager is going to win the <laughs> this category and every other category. Yuichiro Hayashi. I mean... Yeah, look, I, don't get me wrong, it's good. Hold on, I, I need to see if if uh, Yui, uh, Hayashi son, uh, son is the one... If if they directed the the entirety of Attack on Titan, because I, I need to know. Uh, shit. Fuck. Okay. What happened? I just looked at the next category and oh. realized. <laughs> Are we screwed still? Uh, I'm screwed. Oh, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Hold on, let me see. Oh no. Uh, Hay Hayashi-san has only has only directed the the final season. 
okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'll, I can give him that. I mean, I still haven't seen it, so I can't judge it, but right, I'll, right, right. I'll, 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 that's a, I'd say that's a valid vote. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's that one. And then... So what are we at? Best anime song? Best anime song. Uh, this oh, category okay. recognizes a vocalist, instrumental, soloist, duo, group, or collaborative recording played during any part of an anime series. These are the songs that get stuck in your head, make you want to sing along, or even give you a rush of emotion. Uh, I, I... I do want to point out it's saying the song itself and not the opening. Right. Like, like these, I think these are like OSTs. So. Yes. So the actual song. Ooh, okay, I, okay. I'm only I've gotten two. I don't know. Which... I don't know if I have any. Oh wait, really? Besides... Because remember, well, how about the, as... you, you gotta have you have at least the first one, right? So, you, right? Okay, so we'll, we'll go through. We have Cheeky Cheeky Bon Bon from Ya Boy Kong Ling. We have Mind Nonfiction from Love Is War, which is the the very stylized rap opening one or ending, I think it was. We have the rumbling from Attack on Titan. We have comedy from Spy Family. We have Shall We Dance from Shadows House, and we have New Genesis, uh, Uta from One Piece Film Red. I don't remember any of these songs. Really, you don't remember Chiki Chiki Bon Bon? I remember, like, I remember Chiki Chiki Bon Bon. I didn't, okay, to be, okay, fair enough. I, didn't, I haven't heard the full song, so I have no real connection to it. Oh, yeah. I've seen nonfiction, but it's been a while, so I don't remember at all how it sounds, like, period. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I've heard Shall We Dance. I know I finished that. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, you are... Oh, it's the opening song. Uh, but in my foolishness, as we all know, I tend to skip openings if I don't immediately vibe with it. So... I don't remember any of these. So my vote goes to Shall We Dance because the music usually co- is usually consistently good. Uh, Shadow's House. I don't remember what comedy sounds like, and I don't remember what the my nonfiction sounds like. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I'm be- okay. Well, I'm between Chiki Chiki Bon Bon and New Genesis. Uh, only because, well, because I the these songs slap for one thing. Chiki Chiki Bon Bon makes me want to do the dance, do the opening dance. You know, it's a, it's 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 the thing. It's the meme that everybody does when you hear it. But if we're going, I'm going with the definition here of with how it like it makes me want to like sing or give me a rush of emotion. Mm-hmm. I have to give it to New Genesis just because Ado, as far as uh, as far as the vocalist goes, new like new wave a new wave vocalist. I am I am definitely following from uh, from here on out. Wait, didn't you show? Didn't you show me New Genesis? Yeah. It's it's the it's, yeah it's the one because she 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 plays the singing voice for Uta. Yes 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, as far as but, like specifically New Genesis specifically, I've never I've never even touched One Piece, but 
I feel the passion <laughs> behind new, behind the the song of New Genesis. At least, just for the movie. At least, as far as what the movie's trying to do, you know, I can, I can, I can feel. I can. Cause that's supposed. I think it's supposed to be the actual like um, film's like opening or like the, it's like its main theme song. Mm-hmm. So, and I love the song. Like it's always it, it's always a bop for me whenever I listen to it. Here's what we'll need to start doing, right? And uh-huh. it's mostly for me because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> and it's easy to do. If we have a thing where it's best song, best opening, best whatever, mm-hmm. like there is a best opening sequence, a best ending sequence category in right now, uh, we should go in and listen slash wa- listen to it slash watch them since it'll be easy to do. True. Because I I don't have a leg in the, in the, this race here. <laughs> <laughs> in the musical race? In the musical race, because I just it just doesn't stick with me. You gotta feel the music in your genes, man. Just I mean, feel I feel the passion. It I feel it initially. I'm like, ah, this is a good song, and I never listen to it again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the I'm the type of motherfucker that will get teary eyed listening to like angelic vocals from like a Gundam OST. Cause it's so yeah, powerful. I still tear up to uh, the uh, second opening to uh, uh, Clannad, so... I mean, that's trauma, let's be honest. That's trauma. <laughs> that's a trauma response, Ron. <laughs> you don't really feel the passion. You feel the sadness in your heart. <laughs> because you're reopening up wounds. <laughs> I mean, I, I can say that because I feel the same way. I, I yeah, get, I'm, yeah. I'm traumatized by Your Line April soundtrack. Like... <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, your line April has been the only series I've I've ingrained the soundtrack into my brain. I it's lied. that memorable for me. It, it's been that memorable for some reason. Your line April has been the only series that I have ingrained the soundtrack to, to a T. Like it's it's I I can I can feel the your line April when I listen to it. I remember the songs. It's mm. it's like a haunting memory, if anything. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame you. That show was. It was as much a, as I loved it. It made it. It was literally a. It, it hurt. It was a one hit, and it shook the community. After mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah. We always have a memoriam every April, every year, ever since. Everyone in their meme about lying in April. Yeah, or like another April without you. That's like literally the quote, the last quote, <laughs> from yeah. our homeboy. Yeah. Every year, God damn it. All right, moving on here. Uh, best film. I have watched none. Of, well, no, only one of these. I've only watched one of these. So I've not watched any of these. I don't know if this but, will be a fair segment for me, even for me to like even consider. Well, I I am gonna make a vote, and here's why. Are you okay? Purely based on like, excuse okay. me. Um, purely based on. Um, the clips clips I've seen of the uh, show itself. Okay. So, and that's gonna be between Bubble and oh. uh, Dragon Ball Super superhero. Okay. I'm gonna give it to Bubble because it's gorgeous. <laughs> It, I don't know what the fucking plot is. I have I haven't the slightest clue, but I know it is literally 
diabetes for the eyes. It is just the like you're you're gonna go blind from like the, the fucking colors. It's like I can't fucking see. Like I just you just like I I've I've seen just a few clips of bubble, like not even animated clips, just like still pictures. And I'm like, this is <laughs> this is stupid. Why? Like, hey, let me add to that too, John. So you said uh, I want to add to like uh, it, it also it could also be heart wrenching because of the score. Bubble has a really, it's got a really iconic like theme, like theme song. Uh, I've never seen Bubble, but I get, I, I get sad and teary eyed when I do hear the main, the main theme. I don't even think it's a sad story, but the theme, it just makes you think that some shit's gonna happen, but for the better of humanity or some bullshit, you know. My knowledge, it's like about parkour in a world of bubbles and shit or something. I don't fucking know. I don't know, man. See the the theme. If I ever put that heavy like share the theme song, it doesn't sound like a like a happy go lucky parkour story with bubbles in the air mm-hmm. or just that. I feel like someone. I feel like someone dies for a good reason, but at the same time, it's a sad reason. You know, ultimate yeah. sacrifice. I don't know, but it's like it. Ironically enough, it's also like I listen to this. The main theme is like a feel good song. It, it gives me like a like a sense of reassurance, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, I get you. Um, I mean, I, I, it's okay. So as far as th- these go, I've only seen Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Oh, how was it? I, I don't think it was really. It's a really good prequel prequel story, mm-hmm. and I'm upset because I ended up binging the entirety of the first season of Jujutsu Kaisen. Not knowing that this was just a prequel to the first season, I didn't have to watch. I didn't have to watch. The entirety of the, the first season. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, but I mean, good context at least. You know, it's it's sort of, it it's you know not I wouldn't say it's an origin story, but it's definitely like it's it's the what is it? I think it's the the year before the year or two years before uh, the first season starts, where our homeboy Yuto is our main character here. Uh, and I mean, honestly, it was beautiful. Great animation. The story was, uh, at least compared, at least compared to the first to the actual season, it it was a lot more direct. Like it was, it was all out war uh, in Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, as far as like what the premise was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, I thought it was pretty good, but I don't know if I can like. I want the, one of the things I do want to watch is Bubble, and even the fucking Deer King, because I remember seeing previews of this some time ago, but I never got a chance to watch it. I don't remember if I've ever seen anything of the Deer King, to be honest. I remember us. I think I remember us talking about it, but uh, when we did a season review. But I don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. But I do. I do want to see Dragon Ball Super superhero because that apparently breaks more conventional understanding of like how people are powered and shit. Bubble, of course, because it's gorgeous, and then yeah, the Jujutsu Kaisen and so on, because I did enjoy the series of it. Mm-hmm. Next one we got is well, best score best score. Oh, okay, hold on. Shit. I, 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 you can't just put Sawano on here and just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Expect me not to think about that, even though it's a title. Yuki Sawano. All right, here. Well, let's listen some out. First, we have uh, No Name uh, that did Spy Family. Uh, Genki Hikota uh, Hifumi Inc. for your boy Kong Ming. 
uh, Kevin Penkin uh, for Made in the Best Considering Scorching Sun, Akira y- uh, Yamaoka for Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Hiroki Sawano and Kota Yamamoto for Attack and Titan Final Season of Goo 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 Goo. And we got Yuki uh, Kajiura and Goshina for Demon Slayer uh, Entertainment District Arc. I'm going to make this easy on you, right? Okay. I'm going to delete Sawano because he did the entire series. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Honestly. Like, really? No. That's, that's, That's not how this works. Uh, for score for Main Abyss, I don't remember. Okay, you know, I'll just say I don't remember most of these, but you wanna you wanna know at least part of the score that I do remember and have on one of my active playlists is from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. So that one gets best score for me. It actually made me take a song and keep it. <laughs> That is rare. Yeah. Particularly, uh, what, what the fuck's the song name? Uh, it's uh, when David's walking around the city initially. It's uh, uh, who's ready for tomorrow? David's main theme. Which one is yours, Yomel? No, I have to agree. <laughs> oh, you agree with Cyberpunk, me? Cyberpunk, uh, after watching Cyberpunk, I have started listening to fucking Polish reggae, techno, whatever, and started exploring that genre of music. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about Rat Boy and Idby, uh, ro- uh, uh, the fucking... The meme song, I really want to stay at your house for, you know, from Rosa Waltzon and all that. Uh, fuck. So, fucking Andrew the Hack. Is Andrew the Hacker? I don't know if that's the actual thing here. Uh, point is, Cyberpunk has a memorable has a memorable score. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I already have the fucking opening playing in my head right now, just thinking about it. <laughs> and then it sounds like give me trauma for the rest of the night. But, best score goes to cyberpunk for me and anything that uh, Akira Yamaoka has put in as far as the soundtrack for that series and we're already that's already in the game too isn't it what isn't a lot of these a lot of these song a lot of these yes. like songs are are in is in the game yes, as well. yes they, are. they were added in the update when the anime came out so like you know play the game after after Ed runners and then just live out the, the legend afterwards Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping the same theme here, we got best ending sequence. Of course, we got Akuma no Ko from Attack on Titan season Ergiger, Koi no Yuke from Madras of Darling, uh, My Heart Has Surrendered, uh, Kagula Summer Loves War, Comedy by Spy Fam, uh, Kosha Berry <laughs> Biori from Komi. Um, oh man, and we have Yofuka Shino Uta by Call of the Night. I'm already calling it for me. Uh-huh. I'm going with Kosha Beri Biori just because I'm a fan of Fantastic Youth. Uh, the second, like the second ending for uh, the second season of Call Me, it hits in an emotional and in a musical way for me. 
Yeah, I I'm I'm gonna go with you there. Not only because it's oh, really? again one of the ones that I actually remember, <laughs> but again, this is the ending sequence, so we're actually judging the video of the ending as well. Mm-hmm. And the averageness of just watching all the students just kind of exist as they leave the classroom for the day. Yeah, I don't know. It just does something for me. I mean, I I think I've said this about even even Comey in general. For some like watching the ending sequence gives me a feeling of false nostalgia. Mm-hmm. That it's so special. Like it it doesn't it it doesn't make sense for it to be nostalgic because I've never you know we've never experienced this classroom, but you can relate to it. You can relate to like you know end of the end of this day, end of the school year, end of the school day, right? You know, you're rustling about with, like, you know, classmates and shit, and you're just going about it, you know, and that's what it is. It's just, it's, it's just that, you know, it's simple, and especially when it comes to connecting with Comey, you know, especially with her making new friends, because the second part of that sequence is that she's now interacting with, with her, with her newly made friends in Mm. that hustle and bustle in the end of the school day. Right, exactly, and I think it's very similar to... Uh, the first season, because I mean, it's almost a, the same sequence as far as the first season goes. If I'm if I remember correctly, right? I can't recall to be honest. I want to say I, so, but I, don't I believe know. it's a very similar sequence. Um, I thought it was just her walking, unless that's the was it thing. for the first season at least. Call me son season. One ending. No, not the full ending song, you spurgs. I just want the. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's just it's just her walking. So yeah. yeah. No, then I'm wrong. Uh, yes, I love. I like. I do. The second ending thing because it's just so normal. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm a big fan of Fantastic Youth. They, they're, they're. they're a, this has been a group I've been following for a long time since like my uni days. Mm-hmm. Um. Next up, best opening sequence. We see got. If we can. Yeah, let's see. You can. Re- I I remember some of these, so you can probably refresh yourself. But we got Cheeky Cheeky Bond Bond for your boy Kong Ming, Naked Hero for Ranking Kings Core Two, uh. This f f fire, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Mixed Nuts, Spy Fam, The Rumbling, uh, Titan Titan Final Season Kurgugur, and Zankyo Sanka for Demon Sire Disha Arc. <sighs> Opening sequence. Well. Oh wait, no, no, no! I do. Remember. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I know, I know, I yeah, I already know who I'm giving this to. You can go first this one. <laughs> I'm giving it to this fire. Oh, okay, are you? Okay. Yeah, because uh, because it took took me a second. Like, what was the opening sequence to to Cyberpunk? Because again, I barely remember any of these. I, I mean, I don't remember at all what it, the music to ranking to ranking of kings sounded like. I know it was like like fantasy stuff and good i know it was good but i don't remember it i don't remember the opening i don't remember the ending mixed nuts for spy family i know that their opening sequence are sequences are always gorgeous 
so as far as the animation goes, great. Don't remember the music. I remember both the sequence and the music for this fire, and I haven't seen the other three, so that's why I'm giving it that. You know, I don't know if this is a bias, but I'm going to get to this fire too, only because it's one thing it's playing in my head right now, and I can see it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right? That's exactly why I had to think about it. Like, what was it? And then it just popped up. You just hear, you just hear the guitar riff, you know? Dan it, dan it, dan it. Like, it's, it exactly. sets the tone for the whole show, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you're, like, it's not a good tone either. Like, you know, like, it's not like a very optimistic theme, you know? It's like the world of cyberpunk, you know? This is a gets, exactly. this is about as good as it gets, and you gotta get through it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, cyberpunk, for, for, for hand-holding my way through all the music. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, Trigger. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Trigger. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that that's one of the first uh, ones that I can actually participate in and vote on. <laughs> oh man, I know it'd be one thing if Trigger actually got into like a music, like a musically themed series one day, or one season. They, sh I haven't. I'm surprised they haven't. Shit, they did. Goddamn Magical Girls in two different ways <laughs> at the same time. Fucking Kill a Kill and fucking uh, Little Witch, like. Why not? Like, why not take on fucking idols or some shit? Compete with uh, Zombieland Saga for just the wildest dumb shit you've ever seen. Right. Uh, next up, we have Best Continuing Series. Now, I think this one's... Is this one new as well? Continuing? I think... Yeah, this is definitely new as far as, like, a category goes. Yeah, because now we can actually vote on Season 2s. Right. <laughs> but the problem is... I've only seen one of these. <laughs> Which one? Kaguya-sama. Yeah. Again, I've read part of the arc that Main the Bits is on, but I've only actually seen one of these. Oh, so. You know. Why is JoJo's here? Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Stone Ocean. Stone Ocean, Stone Ocean. It's about what's her name? Uh, Jolene. Jolene. Jolene's two or Jolene's two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I'll give it a cow, yeah. Just be okay, okay. Hold on. Besides the fact, it was one of the, the only ones I really watched. I feel like it's Kaguya. As far as best continuing series, Kaguya, at least the, the ultra-romantic arc, really set the next stage for the next season. With, like, the literal confession. Like, finale. You know? Because mm -hmm. from season one to, to, to now, it was the culmination... Or the ending of this is has been the culmination of the of the first three seasons, and I feel like it was a pretty good payoff for what we got from ultra-romantic. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm giving no, it this fair. one. You know? That's fair. Now, I'm going to do something a little bit controversial here. Okay. I'm not going to vote on the one that I've actually seen. <laughs> you mean you didn't watch it? You mean I didn't watch it? I mean, yeah, like I said, I've, wa yeah, I've watched fucking Kaguya, but I don't... As far as voting on best continuing series, I'm going to have to give it to... Attack on Titan. Really? Wow. Now, here's why. I would normally give it to Made in Abyss. 
That was my first instinct. I was like, okay, main abyss. From what I remember, some fucking wacky shit. Then I had to. Then I remembered. You said, "Fuck, Attack on Titan's been going on for ten goddamn years." <laughs> this is the ten it year anniversary. It. it deserves it. It's it's been it's it's more popular than ever. It deserves it. It is the best continuing series as of right now. Period. Now, ethically, I don't know how are they gonna how are they gonna split? What is it? Eight chapters into two into two parts. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to assume you know, how they're gonna I, bullshit I, their way through that. I think I heard this. They're splitting. They're still splitting the last seat. The final, like the actual last season, in like a half or something. Jesus. There's only like, yeah, yeah. They are, and then there's only like eight think, chapters uh, left, uh, or something like that. It's a ridiculously small amount of chapters for what a two core like series, unless they're doing like an original ending type thing. And if they're doing that, I I could have sworn. Now this is grapevine shit, and I don't know. This is just my failing memory, my you know, just my assumptions on what I heard or think I heard. I thought I remember hearing that it was either going to be two forty-minute episodes, or it was going to be like what some part of. One of the parts is just going to be one longer episode. I mean, that sounds more of a possibility, given the amount of content we have left. Yeah, so I can neither confirm nor deny that any of that is true. But don't be surprised if it ends up being true, because like Joe Mel said, there's not a whole lot left. Right. And unless the director's just like, you know what? The creator's an asshole. We're going to change the story. We're going to change the ending. <laughs> This is this is for all those uh this is for all those uh Wea boomers out there. Mm. Uh or I guess we are millennials? We uh we 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 millennials. We millennials. Ot ot otolennials. 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 I like otak. I don't know. Anyway, uh we won't get the nice boat ending. Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. We probably still will. I hit I hit one of my one of my buddies that's not t- particularly into anime, but he really likes um, like certain shows. He really likes Attack on Titan. He also likes Bofuri for some reason. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck he found that, but that's like the one-off. Uh, right, exactly. Uh, but he's really into Attack on Titan. He's like he, he gets super into every show that he's ever seen. But because he's not in any anime circles, he has no inkling of what's about to happen. So I hit him with that. Yeah, it's got a it's got a really nice ending with a boat. Oh my god! You're just yeah. I hit him with that. And he's like, "What does that mean?" Like now I'm gonna be looking out for a boat, and I'm like, "You're <laughs> never gonna guess what that's a reference to ever." <laughs> yeah, you are so out of the loop. I'm like, <laughs> like, uh, I was I was happy about that. I had to bully him a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right. Up next, we have best new series. No sequels here. So I guess just like straight up new IP or first season IP, I guess. Yeah. We have Call of the Night, Licorice Recoil, Spy X. Wait, that what that way? I, I mean, it came out this. Ah, wait, hold on, hold on, Spy Family, hold on. Is it still new? Is that still new? Technically, is it still new? I guess it's still new. Cause it came out with like this year, right? Last year, 
Yeah, yeah, okay, it's still new. Okay, but just had to be sure. Had to check the memory banks there. Cyberpunk Edge Runners, my dress up darling, and ya boy Kong Ming! You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, uh. I don't. Look. I don't want to give Cyberpunk everything, but. But. <laughs> it was a one and done, and it one and done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And ten episodes, nonetheless. Yeah. Okay, let's okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing, here's the thing. I'm obviously voting Edge Runners. I'm gonna go based on if I wasn't gonna vote on Edge Runners, because I, I wanna be fair. I wanna be fair. Because if Trigger was anywhere on this list, I'm always voting for him, so it's not fair. At least not for me. I would give it to um, Spy Family because not only is it the most popular, the manga is still fairly new. Um, it became an anime fairly quickly, so I think it ramped up just enough popularity and intrigue to um, to um, uh, uh, to 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 sail above the others. I like my dress up, darling. I really do. I love the romance of it. But I definitely enjoy Spy Family more. Liquor's Recoil was a great story. Like, fun characters. And I won't say it felt like a gimmick show. Speaking of gimmick show, where the fuck is, uh, 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 fucking, uh, fucking, uh, the maid one? Where's that at? The, the Yakuza maids? Fucking, the fuck was it called? What is that show called? Um, uh, what the hell was that show called? I don't remember. Anyway, so I just realized. Yeah. This fire, like an idiot, is also by one of my favorite <laughs> bands. Oh really? That's why I like it so much. Oh okay. I like for I don't I say favorite. I don't necessarily have favorite bands, but it's by one of the bands I have multiple songs of. Okay. Like you frequently so, listen to or from? I just like I've heard this song before, prior to the opening of Fire, uh, uh, Cyberpunk and after, but I just for some reason my brain didn't like. Hey, that's the same song, you idiot! Like, and I just listened to it. And I'm like, huh, this song's really familiar. Like I typed it in. It's like this fire. It's like Cyberpunk, and then it said Franz Ferdinand, who's the group that uh, person that sung it. I don't know if that's the group or the person, whatever. Mm. I was like, huh, interesting. Maybe they just have the same song, but, you know, the same uh, title for the song. And I searched it up on YouTube, and it's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> I just felt like a dumbass. I forgot it was in English. Good old, good, good old, good brain. Good old, good brain. But, uh, where were we? I think I was saying but, uh, about something, but I don't remember. Uh, for best new series? Yes. I know I was saying... I wasn't voting for Cyberpunk, which what I what would I vote for? And I was gonna I think I was gonna go for Spy Family due to its popularity 
in my enjoyment of it as a whole. Mm-hmm. I was saying something. I don't. Well, whatever. We can pick up people and count us all. <laughs> I'm still going Cyberpunk. I mean, say I, uh, just, uh, I there's, it, there's no question. But if I had to vote for something else, yeah, it'd be Spy Family. For me, if I had to vote for something else, honestly, my dress, my dress up darling. That's like, fair. Reading it for read at least at the time, reading it for for a while before the anime was out, knowing and then knowing that this was gonna be like an anime, like I was hyped as far as just like seeing this thing, you know, flourish or get to be be fulfilled as an anime, you know, because mm-hmm. it's such a, especially with just the cosplay the the cosplay theme around it, like it we don't get a whole lot of that as uh, you know as far as like the in depth, like passion about it, you know, even if it is from like a. Uh, high school girls perspective but we also get like the crafting part of it from like gojo mm-hmm. so yeah it's rare. It, i mean i wouldn't say it's rare anymore these i feel like there's a lot of shows these days that just do the like I like, the like passion go route. in depth on a task uh, on a topic with just some yeah. minor bullshit to keep you into inter- otherwise keep you entertained mm-hmm. like shoot girls or Cute boys or both or something. I don't know. Or depressed girls doing cute things like Bochy the Rock. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Which is hold on is Bochy is not from is Bochy from this season or from last season? I just I this is the, it was it was the season just before the one we had, so not it wouldn't be on this list. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. I just want to make sure because I feel like that would have been like a disservice to Bochy. Yeah, no, it would be. It it, it it absolutely would be, but we we'll get our chance to vote on that next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh up next we got best animation. Um first thought we got Oh <laughs> come on. <laughs> we got Akavisa Uniform, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Ranking of Kings, Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer, and Spy Fam. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what trigger? Well, uh, Akavi makes a very valid point. No, it's it's Akavi. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even. I I'm not even gonna sh- I'm not even gonna kid here. That's not. There's no. That's I completely forgot that came up this season. Yeah, yeah. No, that one wins. I mean, this was your ultimate sus show for ten out of ten, right? <laughs> it was. It really fucking was. And don't get me wrong. Again, I love Trigger's animation. But if we're talking about like just general quality throughout the entire show, it's I could be Sailor Uniform. At no point in time was that show not pretty. Yeah, I have to, I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one. Like, I'm I'm glad this was even nominated. You know? Yeah, honestly. And this like, is, I, just, I think this is the only thing it was ever nominated for this for this uh, this year this list. I mean, I haven't seen the other categories, but I I can imagine you're right. So I mean, what what the how, how do you put it into anything else? Like, its opening score and everything weren't, like, phenomenal. Not that I would remember. Mm, uh, I mean, maybe what? best protagonist. Yeah. But, like, they took that out. Not so. uh, main character, I should say. Oh, best main character. Oh, uh, yeah. Either that or, but like... Even... Maybe it's a best new series. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's, you know... It is based off of a manga, but again, so some something like this got a one off. Something one off is Akabi Solo Uniform getting greenlit for an anime series. 
Yeah. You know, brand new series and all that. And then doing the manga justice, where the manga is fucking gorgeous for <laughs> no reason. Which, again, just raises my sus meter. It's, it's I don't, I, I, that was, it was, it was a gen, that was a genuinely odd experience for me. To, to, I don't know, that was weird. But, yeah, no, I think that deserves best animation, hands down. Mm. Like, all of, all of the rest of them, I'm sure I'm, I'm good. Hell, maybe Demon Slayer's better. Maybe it got another one of those save the, save anime uh, scenes. But I haven't seen it, so it's hard to say. And then while we are pushing that CG is good now, Attack of Titan CG is not Studio Orange CG. Yeah. Or you got you got to be a level orange or not at all, you know. Yeah. If you want to like it, be the best. It, it, we're we're still harsh on it. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just we know it can be good. Exactly. It's it. That's the thing. It, it has been good. You know, you got one company doing it, breaking the fucking barrier every goddamn series. And everyone else is like, we're trying. We're doing our goddamn. This map was fucking doing everything they possibly can, but they're not gonna. I, unless they hire somebody from Orange, they're not gonna get there. Or outsource to Orange. You know. Or out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, next up, we have best character design. Uh, we have Kira Matsushima from. Wait, oh, so this is the actual like artist. Okay, Akira Matsushima for Demon Slayer, Kazu Kazuaki Shimada for Spy Family, Masa Nori Shino for JoJo, um, Jolene in the Bowling. Um, Atsuko Nozaki for Ranking of Kings, Kazumasa Ishida for My Dress of Darling, and Yo Yoshinari for Cyberpunk. Lo and behold, <laughs> as far as character design, it's definitely gonna be Cyberpunk. Fuck, I mean, man. I mean, John, look, like reading reading the Crunchyroll's description of best character designer, I think uh-huh. I think that last line kind of ultimately like decides it too. This character cel- this category celebrates artists who have either created iconic anime characters or breathed life into one form or their sources like manga or light novels. Thanks to their understanding of design principles, great character designers can tell a story from how someone is drawn. While the legendary ones create characters you recognize by their silhouette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not yeah, even it's right. not even David or Lucy, it's fucking mine. <laughs> Our main. That's that's one thing I I, I I like think of first when I can think of Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's the main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're fucking right. Damn. I, again, I feel I don't like just throwing it all to one show. I don't like that because that's what fuck they did for fucking um Yuri on Ice. Granted, it deserves it deserves a lot of praise because it was good. Well, here's as far as what, what I understand. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, I I think as well as far as 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 far as how the that goes, the you're a nice thing. That was based on like poor advertising strategies, where the all they ever did was promote Yuri and Ice. They 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 did stuff like that. they actually tried doing or I don't know if it was, I hope it wasn't intentional but a lot of the ads that I did see from the anime awards I saw a lot of Attack on Titan ads, <laughs> for one thing. 
as far as the, the anime awards go. So, like, it's because we have a, it's because we actually have some pretty good shows here to like really contend against. For like, for example, like Attack on Titan, for example. But we have a good variety of thing, variety of shows to like even consider as far as voting wise. I think it's that's what weigh, weighs it more, uh, weighs more, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we're talking about Yo uh, Yo Yoshinari, we're talking like he uh, he did the fucking he's the character designer he for Rebecca. Rebecca and also Little Witch Academia. He, like, he's the character designer for that. Too. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. well, see, look, <laughs> look, the man knows what he's doing. <laughs> Let the man cook, like <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Leave him in the kitchen. He knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, B, uh, he was also what B and A, and I think even at the Kill a Kill, he's the triggered character designer, I guess, that gives it that oh. iconic trigger look. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. He is the trigger star. <laughs> he is the trigger star. He's the shininess. Or like yeah. the the Promer Triangle, or the fucking. Uh well oh the uh, the the cyber psych the cyber psychosis uh, glitchiness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoever came up with that was fucking awesome. Like that that's mm-hmm. such a that's such an interesting way to uh uh, uh depict that. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, we're down to the last two here. Uh, which I feel like. I feel like this is kind of redundant, but maybe not for the second to last one before anime of the year. We have best original anime. What do you mean? As so, far as redundant, like, well, because we had new, we had we had best new series. Well, the, this original, as in, it doesn't have a manga or light novel. It is just an anime. Okay, so just straight like new IP, like a, like a straight straight new IP. Okay. Yeah, all of these are only. Um, Wait, anime. Wait, Birdie and... Wing is an original series. I didn't know that. Yes, huh. yes, I, I think I remember seeing that on the uh, on the uh, what's call it? Birdie Wing Golf Girls. I know that was. I know that was like the golf, the golf anime. But I didn't know that was an that was an uh, a new IP. And on Healer Girl was twenty twenty two. Unfortunately, the only one. Wait, Vampire in the Garden. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Wait, what is that? That wasn't even on the my anime list. I don't remember talking about that. Do you remember? Doesn't ring a bell, to be honest. Vampire in the Garden. What the hell is that? I know there's Dance of the Vampire Bun. That's an older one. Oh, it's an O and A. Oh. That's why it was a Netflix one. Was it? Oh gosh. Yeah, it's a Netflix. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Well, well, I'm probably obviously gonna give it to Liquor's Recoil because the not only is this the only one that I watch, it's the only one that's actually popular out of all of these. Yeah, I haven't even, I haven't watched any of them, but I know I do know a lot more about Liquor's Recoil. Yeah. Like, just as far as just, like, people posting clips and things. Like, I haven't seen anything for any of the others. Yeah. Like, if if Melon Pan can add, can add a series to his repertoire, that's how you know it's popular. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen You're, any of his yeah, like, prequel I, stuff. 
Uh, one of the fourth horsemen of the hentai apocalypse here. Christ. And last but not least, drum roll. Ah, fuck, I hit my hand. I don't know if you can hear that because apparently my mic's too good to pick up anything but my voice. We have anime of the year with Attack on Titan Fees Final Seeds Attack on Titan. Demon Slayer, Ranking of Kings, Cyberpunk, Liquor's Recoil, and Spy Family. Now, going off of the description of what Crunchyroll thinks Anime of the Year is, this is the show that sets the standard for anime over the last year. Towering over all others, its compelling story, beautiful artistic execution, and unforgettable characters all combine in a unique way to create a masterpiece that deserves a singular recognition. Whether the show was an unexpected hit or delivered on fans' high expectations, Anime of the Year represents absolute excellence. And here's the thing. Going by our rules, Attack on Titans disqualified, Demon Slayer's disqualified, and Ranking of Kings is disqualified. We literally had the same thing that happened this year than last year. Yep, we sure did. <laughs> so... Spy Family was aired all in one year, so that counts. Like it was recall on Cyberpunk, of course. And <laughs> I, in, I, I remember at one point in time, Anime Year took us a long time to like actually debate and like try to think about. Yeah. This year is not so hard. I mean, exactly. I think Crunchyroll kind of did it for us by explaining what they think Anime yeah. Year is. Because to this, here's the thing. Even if it's not just me, I still see fan art of Rebecca. So <laughs> they can't uh, keep getting away with this, Gerard. You like, I, I new porn pops up every fucking day. So yeah, Cyberpunk Edge Runners gets gets the fucking gold star of the year. Like for, it took one drop on Netflix, ten episodes, to be this memorable. Yeah, yeah. It took ten years. For <laughs> ten fucking years for Attack on Titan. I mean, I won't. I won't say I mean, it took ten years. Like the first season's pretty fucking memorable. Yeah, I it's, icon- say. it's iconic. I'd say you know it is iconic. And at the time, I I don't remember at the time if it won Anime of the Year or not. Uh, I mean, they didn't. They didn't start until 2017. That was you're right. 2013. So fair. So I didn't even get a chance. But I could see it being like one of the nominees for that time. Yeah, definitely. But this year, again, since we don't want to count sequels because it's not fair, you had your chance. Anime of the Year is the anime as its whole. These would be for Best Continuing Series, which I think is a fair... uh, It's a fair category, to be honest. Fair category, yeah. Or actually, no. That puts that puts um, uh, ranking of kings in a bad spot because mm-hmm. it's not continuing. But it was long longer. So its first season was one year, and its second season was well, second core was another season. So it just kind of puts it in a bad spot, and it makes me feel bad. It deserves things. I gave it stuff last year. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, you, 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 you. I remember. I know. I gave. I know. I gave it a couple categories. At least a couple. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, no, Cyberpunk Edge Runners 100% deserves it. Liquor's Recoil, great show. Not anime, not anime of the year. Um, not anime of the year material. Spikes Family is probably like the heart of the year, maybe. Yeah, kind of like a uh, like a crowd favorite type thing. Yeah, yeah. But definitely fucking Edge Runners. There is there is no. When Trigger flops his cock out, you better fucking get ready. Like I, <laughs> I said this on the show earlier today, and every time I could not watch anything less than Cyberpunk after I finished this. Yeah. Like I wasn't, and it, it I, I wasn't expecting anything. I thought it would be a nice little show to like, you know, maybe hype up Cyberpunk, the game, right? Right, right. I did, I did, I didn't think its own little like backstory would have been would have been this compelling enough you know, for me in general at all like would genuinely be forcing us forcing everyone to be craving more and not just like oh more afterwards just like more of the characters just before shit hits the fan just give us more right exactly that's <laughs> like, like just give me if it random adventures that's all i need mm-hmm. that's all i want shit like just give me a silver uh was it uh Silverhand or what's what's his what's his boy what's our what's Keanu's character supposed to be? Johnny Silverhand. Sorry, Silverhand. Give me like an like one OVA of that. That'll be enough. I'm, I'm sure Trigger will do something amazing with the one OVA. <laughs> right. Do all the fucking side quests before we get to the end. Let's do it. Exactly. And then add, uh, you know what? Add, add, add aliens to the mix. I don't fucking care at this point. They'll shit. they'll make it work. They will make it work. Uh, obviously, it's like why is the world like it? Because fucking alien, duh. Exactly. Cyber aliens, Geron. Don't right. the, the, the metal in the metal that we use to replace body parts is actually organic alien testicles or some shit. I don't know. Oh like, yeah, we're back in Evangelion now. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, can believe shit. it. I can fucking believe it. I can believe it. That's the only reason why it all just works so well. We can't fucking make interfaces to the human brain just with what we make. We we found some alien shit. Yeah, okay. I'm for it. I, that makes sense. I guess. We're just going to hand wave it all. <laughs> Which is some Trigger would do, for sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, they have with Proman <laughs> and DNA. <laughs> Oh my god! I suck. I I can. I'll never let down B B and A was probably the most uh, bullshit I've ever consumed in the last ten minutes uh, of the series. I did. Not a bad, not a bad way, but I I, I can't, the audacity they had to pull that bullshit in the last ten minutes of the show. I was there the whole time. <laughs> I was there the entire. I'm God, the alien wolf God. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking. This is why I love Trigger because it's stupid. Like it's it's a God. It's so stupid. They have to be it. doing this on purpose it. at this point. <laughs> right? No, one hundred percent. BNA was just a was was just a. That was just a fucking practice project just for fun. Like, let's make some fucking animals and shit. Like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> oh uh, my god! Uh, uh, but that this is been this has been your Crunchyroll Anime Awards 2023. What do y'all think about our thoughts on the nominations? What we voted on? Um, did you guys vote? Did you bother voting? 
Did you remember to vote? Did you, did you even, know to vote? Did you want to vote for any of these? Um, I mean, who knows? Every year, the awards seem to surprise us. Every year, in some way or form, I th- I didn't I didn't think they top it top last year's, but no, they that they've definitely changed it up a little bit more this year. I will say I was surprised that I wasn't mad this year. I wasn't like not at all. I don't think I disagreed with anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've, we've had that in the last like what three four years. <laughs> Since the beginning of the Anime Awards, yeah, uh, this was this, everything felt fair. Maybe, maybe that's it. It's, it it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be fair. Is that all? The, is that is that enough for us? Yes. Or now, hear me out. Mm-hmm. It's because it, Cyberpunk was in most of the categories. That's why I liked. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Now, I didn't. I didn't vote for it every single time. No. To be fair. Yeah, to be fair. To be fair. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it, yeah. That <laughs> it, it, it helped. Yeah, for sure. But we won't know until the results come out on March fourth, and we'll definitely be doing an episode for that uh, when that comes around a month later once this comes out but until then we have been going on for a little bit guys thank you for watching thank you for listening to us uh and thank you for coming back after we've come back hopefully the next episode doesn't isn't too long <laughs> depending on how burned out we are we'll see we'll definitely see um but as always guys my name is Jamal Sakaro. My name's Jaron Gaddis. And we are the Wannabe Boo Podcast, where we bring the latest and greatest game and anime news, reviews, and waifus for life food. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next time. Matane!